On today's episode of Movie Stalkers, we're talking Parasite. Also, we put together a little tribute for Kobe Bryant and anyone else lost in that tragic accident. And just with something like that, you know, it really gives us a chance to step back and appreciate what we have. And that's what we try and do with this show is just have fun and appreciate the little things. So enjoy this, enjoy the show and have fun. We'll see you. Kobe is like one of those like athletes that kind of transcended beyond like just the sport he played. His next 20 years, this is after he got out of the NBA for 20 years, he was like, if my next 20 years aren't greater than my last 20 years, then, then I, I feel like I've failed myself, right? Yeah. Which is like, and that's what he was saying, is like, people may think of that, like, look at all the stuff you did in, in sports and how great you were in sports, and that was his point, was like, yeah, I just want to constantly be better. So, yeah, like, I like that dying. What's up, guys? Welcome into Movie Stalkers, episode 14. I am Brad, and I'm here with Thomas. Hello. Cody. Hey. And Nick. Yo. What's up, guys? What's up? Sorry about the late arrival. Yeah, Thomas decided to sleep in for the podcast. Yep. Yeah. We only started 49 minutes late, but that's okay. Who's counting? I mean, it's a problem every time. Literally. Mm -hmm. Let's start at 7, okay? 7.49 7.49 p.m. 49 just, minutes later. I just really don't value you guys' time. <laughs> SpongeBob <boys>. Yes. <laughs> I just don't value you guys' time. Three Do you think that's a precursor later. to the game on Sunday that we started at exactly 49 minutes Yikes. in the seventh hour? Oh. I've had a couple of people ask me, what's with the nugget porn? Did I miss an episode? I'm like, oh, go back. You're like, You'll oh, yeah. It out. If you don't know, you can't afford it. Yeah. Cody, what are you doing? <laughs> Nugget porn's almost as good as football porn. Almost. Speaking of no limbs, rest in peace, Kobe, huh? Uh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Can neither confirm nor deny if they were separated. 
I'm just going to say, like, we can be honest about how brutal his death was. I mean, like, the poor man probably got absolutely smeared. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Like, uh, 100%, 100% his pilot's fault. I, I, like, listened to the video of his pilot communicating back and forth with, you know, air traffic control. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like, yeah, normal cruising altitude with the fact that it's, uh, like, super foggy is 2,500. And he's like, cool, I'm at 1,500. And they're like, okay, just, like, be safe. Like, there's no one there saying, like, hey, you shouldn't do this. Or, like, hey, you've got, like, I don't know, a guy that will literally impact mm, probably the majority of the world if he dies uh, on board. So you should probably just do what's the safest and take the extra five minutes. Um, but nope, just literally flew straight into a mountain. Yeah, it's like daughter, I said, man. man. Basketball game greater than safety? Mm. Yeah, doesn't make a lot of sense. And again, his poor... I mean, I feel I feel for Kobe Bryant, but I, I feel way more for Gigi, man. Like, yeah. ugh. Like, she she's 13? Like, ugh. And then the family afterwards? I don't know. It, the whole situation is terrible. Like, Cody, uh, Kobe... You don't think about it, but, like, Kobe definitely impacted my life. I mean, I, I used to watch... That, that was when the basketball was at its prime, right? You got Kobe, you 100%. had all those... Like Shaq. really aggressive dunks and really aggressive like in the paint moves that um, mm-hmm. that you don't see anymore because now it's a foul. But man, like Kobe and you know again, I was at, being a Kings fan, just like Kobe. You hated Kobe, but at the same time, there was that like man, that dude is just just fucking ice cold. He's just a fucking like assassin, and he, he brought fucking, that every he's a game. Fucking, man. He's a fucking killer in basketball. Yeah. Wait. Can we can we back up? Did you say being a Kings fan? So did you switch to the Warriors when they started winning? Oh, hundred percent. Like everyone yeah, else, I'm, or what? I, I I will be. Yeah, I'm the huge bag, bandwagon when it comes to, mm-hmm. to when it comes to NBA. Like I'm not a huge NBA. Like I'll go to Kings <laughs> games. I'm not going to go to Warriors games now because they're in fucking San Francisco. But Kings games at the Kings Arena is so much fun. But oh, I'm yeah. going to choose for whoever. I'm going to root for whoever's winning at the time. I'm not like I'm not a diehard uh, basketball fan. Do you guys Shout know my basketball Samson? team? I would hope so. You're a I was going to ask if you guys knew my basketball team, but I was hoping Brad would an answer. They beat the Warriors You're... last night, didn't they? Dude, yeah, it's because the Warriors are the worst team in the NBA right now. Basketball all the time, every year. How does that happen? How do they go from the best consistently year over year? Because they got rid of Kevin the Durant. They got they got rid of uh, Kevin Durant. Stephen Curry got hurt. Curry He's Thompson out for the year. Clay Thompson's out for the year. Draymond Green is um, actually trash, which everyone knew before. But can't they play on the team this. unless there's three other all-stars. Right, yeah, Draymond mm. is just trash. He's like, I'm a good defender, but I'll put up eight points a night. So yeah. they and have <laughs> they picked up... Anything special? Yeah, I don't know why they even... Like, he is not a fit for the organization in any stretch of the imagination. Like, he is like another Steph... I actually think he's better than Steph Curry. That's my own personal opinion. I think Curry is good, but like I've also seen Curry go six for twenty four like seven games in a row. So, do you think Curry would have been as good as he was if Drake didn't shout him out in a song and then boost his ego? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. No. Touching on the Kobe shit, like it's uh, freaking tragic. It's weird. It's probably like in my lifetime, like the biggest like sports sort of like tragedy. Kobe was, like, one of those, like, athletes that kind of transcended beyond, like, just the sport he played. Agreed. There was, like, a lot of people that don't even normally, like, ever talk sports, like, at my work and stuff that were like, did you hear about Kobe? And I was like, yeah, I was, like, a huge Kobe fan. 
but it's just yeah. weird like when like an athlete transcends like way beyond like the sport they play and that's like what kobe was kobe was like my generation's michael jordan and mm-hmm. you know most kids like i was a little too young to really remember michael because i think when he was like finishing up his prime i was probably like four years old six years old which you don't really you know remember yeah or like much. you just remember you just remember like the wizard days like that i remember like washed up michael jordan back, playing with Gilbert yeah, yeah i remember the wizards yeah. and, and i remember you know like posters and stuff of mj with rodman and pippen why did why did he go to the wizards again he was just old it and washed was, uh, up it was actually a thing after 9 11 after 9 11 to like donate to the funds uh, or whatever i literally had no idea yeah, yeah he joined right on the about. wizards for one year and gave away all of his money yeah. It was yeah, solely to be real. this money's going to the Red Cross. Let's be real. What the I, only Michael Jordan that Cody cares about is when he played against the Toon Squad and absolutely destroyed them. So uh, He didn't play against the Toon Squad. He played against the monsters on fucking retard. Thanks for that. Thanks for yeah. that. Cody clearly doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Jesus Co- Christ. Kobe was like the next player up like to MJ that had that mentality of like win over everything. And do whatever yeah, it Brad, takes. And when I when I when I think of you, the, one of the first things that comes in my mind is just Lakers for some reason, and the number twenty four. And I think Tom and I were talking about that yesterday. I forget what it was about, but yeah, login like, stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that. You're yeah. edit that out. I was, I was trying I'll to avoid part that. of that. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was like, oh damn, like. And Tom's like, yeah, that's been his. Yeah, Cody his asked for the password last night. Fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, and he was like. He was like, oh, he's like, did he just make that his password? I was like, no, it's been Brad's password for like 15 years. He's like, oh, damn, he really does like Kobe. And I was he like, used to yeah. be eight back in the day. Yep. Then he did the rape. Yeah. <laughs> then he did we the do rape. Mo- moment of silence. <laughs> Come on, guys. Number eight. Number eight was the rapist. Number 24 <laughs> just had incredible work ethic. Nick, can you Oh, yeah. How do prayer? I, Cody, how do I prove the people at that hotel stole my intellectual property using the song that I used? Um, you fired. Yeah, <laughs> you <know>. fired. <laughs> yeah, it was on TV. I forget what it was. Yeah. But for real, let's be let, like at the end of the day, like Kobe Bryant, like Legend. definitely him dying Sucks, is yeah. is like Jesus dying. Sucks. Literally, like Jesus dying. Like I, I I honestly think that more people were probably impacted from that than Jesus dying. He's one of those people that you don't think of like dying early. You think like you know? Yes. Yeah, he's gonna die when he's like 110. He's to, gonna outlive to, me. Yeah. Right. To me, like Kobe Bryant dying is like the equivalent of, like Mike Tyson dying. Like the biggest athletes mm. that I think anyone nope. knows of is like Mike Tyson, Tiger Woods. It would be like Tiger Woods dying probably. No, it'd yeah. be like LeBron James dying. Yeah, or it would yeah, be yeah, like LeBron it would be Kobe. like I'm the just, way I put Kobe in the category real quick, Tom. I put Kobe in the category of like Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo. And LeBron James, like there's there's very few people that are in the tier of like billions Tom, of people worldwide will be affected. Yeah, Tom right. Brady, if this maybe? person dies, no. Yeah, well, it's like that meme. You're thinking dude, America, like, not like global. I, I forget I forget the guy's tag or whatever, but it said <laughs> an entire generation of kids grew up crumpling paper in their hands and saying Kobe as they tried to sink right. in the basket. Dude, which I did, me. and I didn't even, I didn't even watch basketball as a kid. Yeah. yeah, it's like ingrained. Like when you shoot something like grenades Pair in a video game, the they're Kobe's. Kobe. Like Ooh. the name Kobe, the name Kobe became signature for sinking a fucking difficult shot or sinking any shot of, of like anything. So that's insane. Yeah, and he was very he he like he's very intellectual too, and I think that's 
important. Like the one of the main reasons Dude, why people like him so much Acad- afterwards. Yeah, he won an Academy Award the year after he retired for a short film. Right, and wow. he even said that like yeah, I was watching. I've been watching so much Kobe Bryant stuff over the last week that. He was. He said, "If his next twenty years, this is after he got out of the NBA for twenty years, he was like, if my next twenty years aren't greater than my last twenty years, then, then I, I feel like I've failed myself, right?" Yeah. Which is like, and that's what he was saying is like, people may think of that like, look at all the stuff you did in in sports and how great you were in sports, and that was his point was like, yeah, I just want to constantly be better. So, yeah, a guy like that dying is is weird. One it's just of kind of weird. One of his favorite uh, quotes that I still like any time I'm like feeling tired is I can't relate to lazy people. We don't speak the same language. I don't understand you. I don't want to understand you. Yeah. Huge. That or when they're asking him, like I, if I ever need motivation, I'll just go back to when he was playing in the the playoffs and they're up or in the finals and they're up two to zero and they're like, you're up two zero. How do you feel? And like, you should be happy. And he's like, why game's not finished. He's like, is right. the game finished? Like, or have we won? And they're like, no. And he's like, game's not finished. Like, let's go back to work. Like, just the determination that he had and, like, is he just like, something I wish I could like, aspire to daily. Yeah, had, like, that true, like, ice in his veins, like, a movie character. Like, someone in a movie has. It's, like, unreal. And that's what it takes to be great, right? And I think that's what transcends, like, way beyond just a sport. Yeah. Just to me, like, him and Allen Iverson were, like, the first really good basketball players I ever remember watching. Or watching both of them. Just yeah. being like, whoa, these guys. Like, the, oh, those are at, those are the, they play basketball. Like, Kobe Bryant plays basketball, and this guy named Allen Iverson plays basketball. They're both phenomenal. Um, yeah. We could talk yeah. all day about Kobe, though. It's it's just a sad Yeah, is there anyone else want to chime in? Brad, do you have anything else? No, that's it. I mean, I, I the whole thing's sad, and then I think on top of that with his daughter just makes it so tragic. Yeah, that there's really like nothing that I or anyone could say and put into words that would make it any better or, you know, like feel like more respectable. It's just like a really tragic situation. And there's really there's nothing to say that like makes it just like prayers you, to like you, you every said, family involved. That's all. Yeah, kind of kind of random, but <laughs> a cool a cool little tidbit. Uh, and Cody, and I are you in our... L.A. still right now or are you on the road? I'm in Vegas. Uh, a cool, cool tidbit though, where Joanne and I got our engagement photos done is Crystal Cove in uh, Laguna Beach, which is apparently like pretty much where Kobe had his house, where he commuted to and from uh, Calabasas. So basically, I knew him. <laughs> wow. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Lucky you weren't. Lucky you weren't in that helicopter. Yeah. I almost he invited. He he could have invited you. Hey, Kobe, so, I'm late to work. <laughs> Crying. Yeah, anyways, R.I.P. Kobe. Uh, yep. Rest in peace. Our next topic, I'm sleepy. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, real quick. Back to I'm the, Ron Burgundy? <laughs> God back damn it, to the, Back to the rest in peace, Kobe. Dude, I did see something that was kind of like kind of heart-touching, which was Paul Walker like sitting on a car, and it was like, Paul Walker's like, you need a ride to the gate? And then Kobe's sitting there like, you want room? You got room for me and my daughter? It was just like, ugh. Oh, dude, that's got me. fucking emotional yeah. terrorism. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like, the that was. Gayest shit I've ever heard. The mm. coolest thing I saw was um, it said, uh, great. It was like greatness or legend or something. And it was MJ and his arms are around LeBron and Kobe. And you're just, it's like the back of them. So you just see their jerseys. And oh, yeah, it was like no more competing. Their, just yeah. appreciation yeah yeah and now i was like i was like that's sick because that's like the old you know the present and the new 
Brad's definitely uh, a zombie. Brad, yeah, dead. Brad's sleepy. No one, no. He was trying to tell us about how long he'd been awake and work, but we weren't paying attention and didn't care, so we just, we're here recording now. But he's waking up. I'd say you've woken up more in the last 10 minutes. The Kobe one really got you going. Yeah. He's probably drinking that in your mate. Also, by the way... Um, <laughs> that yerba mate. <laughs> uh, everyone's, uh, everyone's having some brewskis right now. FYI. Yeah. Uh, so. FAQ. What's your guys' drink of choice for this podcast? Hazy little it, thing. Hit it down the line. Nick, Nick, you're on scotch? Here it comes. Down in my belly. Down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Thomas? Scotch. I'm drinking... I'm guessing nothing for oh. Thomas. Some. I got coffee. Coffee? Maybe some I got Kratos. cold brew. Co- Kirkland. I got the Kirkland cold brew Colombian mix. Co- you know. Kofifi. You know what I love about yes. any Kirkland brand thing is someone who like names it to some like name brand. That's actually uh It's yeah. actually Grey that's Goose. Ac- that's actually just yeah, Grey Goose. Uh they just bottle it different. Like okay, yeah, I'm sure. Label it different. <laughs> it's true though. Same private it labeling. Is. It's yeah, it's just Grey Goose. They literally made a deal with Grey Goose to sell their stuff but under the Kirkland brand. That's yeah. how that worked. Cody, drink Hazy Little Thing IPA by Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada. AKA, AKA Chico Water. Yeah. That's Paleo. Shout out but... Chico State. No, Go Chico Wild Water is. True. Shout out Paleo. Chico State. Ugh. Yeah. And Keystone Lights. Birthday um, Brad, cake what are you heads, drinking? Dude. Uh, I'm. Take my man card. I'll leave it. Uh, you <laughs> What's drinking that name? a uh, Bud Light? No. Dilly He's Dilly. And a White Claw. Ooh, what flavor? Hey, I respect that, Mango. Dude, those are hella good. good. So... You're asking what the best flavor is? Pineapple. Ain't no laws on the so I have one of those, too. Um, This Please don't worry, you still have your black man card. I I don't know why, but I was, like, looking at beer, and I saw White Claws, and it was something with... I just watched the Trevor Wallace video, which (laughs) is just hilarious, and I was like... I was like, I just want to try White Claws. Dude, they're great. Yeah, so... This week, I'm all about the claw. Hopefully, Speaking ne- of this week. next week, I'll be back to Corona or Pacifico. But yeah, for this week, it's all about the claw. You, uh, Thomas. Mm, no, <laughs> fuck that. Nick. Yeah. You got, any, <laughs> you got any good song, Netflix show, book? Pod- uh, anyways, on to bigger and brighter things. So I saw this fucking meme that cracked me up, which was... Uh, I guess it's something that has been coming or has come out before, but it said, "Damn girl, you're extra wet tonight," and it says, "Turn lights on," and it's got the weekend there just covered in blood. I just thought that was fucking really disgusting. You're which extra is why wet tonight? Nope. It says, "Damn girl, you're extra wet tonight," and it oh, says, "Turns God. lights on" with a little star next to it, and it's like the weekend covered in blood, just like really disgusting. Is there? <laughs> there's like a lot of these it. memes. You don't get it? Like, she's on her period, and he was eating her out? Oh, that took me to a page I didn't want to go to. It's just free lube. What a period is, Brad, is once a month, <laughs> the lining of the cervix. <laughs> Nurse Tom, can you explain? What happens when the cervix comes off? You just click on, that, click on that link. It'll show you another one, which is John Cena not, covered in blood. That's not what a period I'm is. I'm not going to click on that link. No, no, it, no, click on no, that. Nick, you've ruined it too many times. 
God damn it. No, click on the link, please. Mm-mm. I can't. If I try to load something no. other than what I already have open, my your audio goes to shit. <coughs> okay. Well, we can move on to the next thing, which is, uh, I think, one of Tom's topics. Click on it. Uh, I'm not going to uh, click on that. So the next topic, I'll give you guys uh, some verbal description, is a man kidnapped 59 people. 79. 79. Sorry. Why does it say 59? Because he didn't click on the link. Tom doesn't know how to type. Oh, it's my fault for not clicking on the link. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so who else am I supposed to blame? Disguised? I mean, the person that wrote the description <laughs> Here of we it go. It says, on the te- feed. Texas man has confessed to kidnapping 79 people while disguised as an alien and subjecting them to <laughs> anal probes. <laughs> yep. A man who was arrested by the FDI yesterday has confessed to kidnapping and sexually assaulting several dozen people while using costumes, drugs, and special effects to have his victims believe that they had abducted by aliens. A 73-year-old Arnold White was arrested after a joint investigation led by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the El Paso Paso Sheriff's Office, and the El Paso Police Department. Originally interrogated about... Four crimes committed in the region in the 1990s. The retired trucker confessed a total of 79 kidnappings across California, Nevada, New Mexico, and Texas over a period of 40 years. Mr. White confessed <laughs> to using a mix of hallucinatory drugs containing LSD and PCP to subdue his victims before approaching them and carrying them inside his truck to assault them. In order to confuse his victims even more, he had set the inside of his truck to look like an operating room and would wear an alien <laughs> costume. I love so it. sick, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he probably didn't have to cover those ears up. He probably just covered his face up a bit, because those ears are definitely alienish. Oh, he's getting a couple channels with those things. Okay, it definitely sounds like Brad is uh, coughing up a hairball at the moment. It means he took a shot of tequila. <laughs> if that happened to you, there's no way you would be like, mm, that was probably an old white dude. There's no way that was aliens. You would 100% be like, damn, I got abducted, dude. Uh, I can tell, no, I can I tell everybody. That. That was you would probably think that, Tequila though. shot. Yeah, it's happened to me before. Ah, man. Brad's learning how to drink. I just wanted to double check. You guys have your face masks on, right? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. That reminds me. Okay, so speaking of which, we're we're moving into a very... uh, uh, Tom snorted like four lines before he started today. He's an asshole. We can only talk about a topic for about 30 (laughs) seconds, and then we got to move on. I want to know what it looks like. You want to talk about my hemorrhoids, Tom? You want to talk about that instead? How about that? Actually, I'd love to talk about that. Oh, I haven't had any for a couple years, actually, so that's kind of cool. Wow. Okay, well, we can break off into a quick topic of hemorrhoids. We're in South Park when Kyle is... (laughs) I'm just going to keep talking. No, South Park sucks, but... (laughs) PSA: If you're Tom, ever pooping you ever had a, and like you feel you feel like you have to poop, but you have to push no, I've really never hard. had a hem- I've never had a hemorrhoid, Nick. They you don't never push had a really painful though. No, dude, you'll, you'll I get I got them when I like worked out really hard and I exerted myself. Um, yeah, they're fucking brutal, dude. Like, imagine having like part of your asshole. You somewhere. got them when you worked out really hard. <laughs> yeah, I had my first one at like age fifteen, yourself, dude. Like that'll fucking happen. What? That's the only time I've ever had them. I freaked out. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, it hurts really bad. And then I wiped and there's blood. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm dying. But I uh, asked my dad. And he's like, ah, oh, you got a hemorrhoid, bro. I was like, oh, great. Did you dad, ask him? Look at this. Like, dad, what? dad, what's this? And he's like, oh, don't worry. I've seen that before. No, legit. I was like, dude, I have a lump like in my butt. And it hurts. <laughs> he's all... and it's bleeding. And he's like, that's a hemorrhoid. My, I was my like, son legit, isn't gay. <laughs> legit 15. 
Wait, so that's like high school. It's like right when we met. I love it. Yeah. It's like right after. Yeah. Wow, you never told me that in high school. I guess that would have been awkward. Wait, how many? Dad, how why many is my Nick? Why, why is my ass bleeding? My son ain't gay. That's a hemorrhoid. It's super awkward to sit because I've got a hemorrhoid. They hurt, dude. You know they fucking that. hurt. They do. Again, I don't recommend them. Anyways, Mom, how about that coronavirus? Uncle Bill gave me another hemorrhoid and my butt's bleeding. <laughs> Uncle Tom? That Bill. <laughs> what do you mean he gave you one? He said that I'd get them. Oh, God. <laughs> Brad, did your... Just go right did, over did, his head. Yeah, did the I amount... I my jokes take, don't hit. Yeah, but did, did the amount you would accept for a blowjob go up or down since two weeks ago? Last week. <laughs> I just want to know if you like kept thinking about it. I laughed so fucking hard when I, I listened to that podcast, guys and I was like, I was like, for the lowest in that podcast. I actually I had like, a but someone you would I work with. Dick, I had someone I work with come up, <laughs> and it. he's like in his forties, like super like funny guy, and he's. Did all, you suck his dick? No, yeah, yeah. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I heard you'll <laughs> take. I heard you'll take this much. <laughs> offered you two hundred fifty bucks. Mm, okay. He's all you weren't Wait, really. That's where that got. You weren't you weren't really into the blowjob talk, huh? And I was like, eh, no. Nope. No, Brad said like a billion dollars. Like you would accept only a billion dollars for a yours blowjob. was like a hundred thousand. And I'm no, the gay one. Or four hundred thousand, I think is what it was. No, it wasn't it was like, your asking it was price was like I will okay. swallow a dick right now just to relieve my college like expenses, like. Whatever That's it is, under hundred k, I'm sure. Two hundred fifty k is what call, I think. Call I think the credit bureau, whatever that is. Look, I'm gonna swallow it. I don't know what's what's mine the was like. Ride to the hospital ah. cost nine thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I hate uh, five. I said five thousand, dude. I have standards. I'm not just blowing dudes, okay? <laughs> Anywho, so Shout clearly Brad's been thinking about it a while. Wait, so wait. The only thing I have to add on that is, Brad, you're telling me that Bill Gates walked up to you and was like, I'll give you a billion dollars, but you got to suck my dick. You'd be like, sure. No. What? I would Liar. fucking... <laughs> Liar. Nope. I would kill him, and then I would forever oh, okay. be remembered this is, as a this man. This got you'd super kill him, realistic. You'd kill, him, you'd kill him and go to jail for the rest of your life. I Much better idea. I bet you a billion dollars I could build... I could kill Bill Gates. How are you going to have that billion hand. if you won't suck a dick for that? I don't money. care. Right. Thank you. I'm guaranteeing you I could kill him with my bare hands. You know what? This do should it. be a talk of every week. I fucking until, guarantee well, it. Actually, guys, Brad on, just gets in. Hold on. Brad, are you going to do this before or after you blow him? Before. That's a good question. I don't have to blow him. Oh, so because you're going to blow him out, when he's Brad, dead? Brad, check this out. You could you could wow. blow him. He could give me the no, million I'm dollars. No, I'm saying just the credibility. And no one would ever know. No, just the credibility that I killed him with my bare hands would be enough. Everyone would hate you because he's the most philanthropical I human being care. to ever he's exist. Not yeah, why don't you, how why am I going to buy give him, computers? Yeah. If give him a blowjob. Give him a blowjob and film it and then blackmail him. Do you realize little kids can take shits because of him? You know, uh, statistically, the jobs that Bill Gates supplies are way more impactful upon the economy okay, than hold the on. actual fundraising he does. Let's back up real quick. I don't even want to talk about statistics. I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> My no one said anything. Civil engineer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so I I put in our little fucking thing um, a video from Live Leak, and if anyone doesn't know, Live Leak's super fucked up. You can watch a bunch of fucked up shit on it. It's just like crazy shit can that I, happens. Can I actually day. click on it? Am Dude. I going to regret clicking yeah. on it? 
No, Dude, have you seen a, that one with, with the Brazilian chick with her top off that leans out the window at a car going like 60 miles an hour and then just gets fucking slammed by a pole and like bends backwards Yikes. 180 degrees? No. I want to see it. But that's the type it. of videos. That's the type of videos on Live League. They're like super yeah, fucked up. Oh, Anyways, <laughs> the video that I posted is where the coronavirus is from, like Ground Zero, which is Wuhan. It's from they Cody. have this. They have this exotic <laughs> fucking. This is an exotic animal area, and what I understand from it is that in Wuhan, in this exotic animal area, each day they come out with like rats and bats and dogs and snakes and shit like that. And when they cut Wet them market. up and they and they fucking um, you know whatever they do, cut them up and make them edible, they just leave all the blood and guts on the ground, and they just come yep. back the next day and they just do it all over again. No and so it's an absolute yeah it's an absolute <laughs> bl- breeding ground of just like disgusting gnarly bacteria. fucking bacteria right and it's the video i posted is super fucked up because there's dogs that are skinny in cages and i was like i couldn't go there like i'd be swinging on people if i saw a dog in a cage absolutely swinging on people so it's just it's super fucked up that's what's going on over there and it's well deserved all those people fucking dying because they're eating fucking shit like that when they should be normal fucking basically they made a great a breeding grounds for really good bacteria what are you talking about dude i thought communism was like really good for the well-being of the people uh Mm. last time i checked it's the best i don't know got a good track record look up bernie (laughs) i'm once again asking for your financial support (laughs) <laughs> have you seen that video or the picture of him driving his audi r8 fucking quarter million dollar car uh, how about his four houses that he's got yeah what a chump dude that guy's a joke what a fucking douche kebab. you know what that's it i'm just gonna tell everyone that everything's gonna be free and then we'll figure it out the rest later once i'm president hey oh, <laughs> yeah. over marketing under. 101 oh. wait they actually thought i was gonna do that <laughs> right over under me and bernie in a ring 60 seconds do i kill him uh, Whoever gets Bernie, to jump what? first, I'm Brad, definitely you're right. for, for um, You're right, Brad? Nah. How many people are you going to kill this week? <laughs> oh, Did we wake Bernie. you up too early? All the bodies. Damn. Cody, who are you I'm not talking first? little boy, like 16-year-old boy boner. I'm talking full-grown man, hairy wiener boner. Like, that's where Brad's oh, at right now. Dude. Fully torn. Brad's going to go fucking Randy Savage. He's going to suplex him and body slam. In the burn. He may even drop a people's elbow on him, dude. He may even go fuck. He, he <laughs> dude, might be smelling what the far. rock is cooking. Yeah. Don't go that far. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, calm down, buddy. Okay. That's going to be on Live Leak here in a fucking week. By the way, have you seen the video that came out recently of Rey Mysterio taking his mask off? Uh, no. Uh, how about Why? watching that live? Blew my mind. Who took their mask off? Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio one of the best WWF. Yeah. WWE? Uh, WWF. It was WWF and NWO actually at the time, and they were like. That's when I, that's when I watched it, and I used to yeah, love Rey Mysterio. He was my favorite because I used to play the games a lot too. Yeah, and you yeah. can do the coolest shit with him, dude. Like swing yeah, around people and people's like climb legs. on them, and yeah, yeah. the dopest. You know, what's he had a never showed his face before. Underrated nope. video mm-hmm. game genre is the w, WWE. Video I games. love playing Those fucking so wrestling fun. games. Yeah, yeah. same. Fucking they, jump like, on people and shit. And yeah, the, the ladder matches and the like, cage matches. Yeah. Every game like had new rules. It's like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> He's like walk just, into the arena. I love the ladder. 
when you had to like set up the ladder, climb up it, and grab the belt from the top. It was like so competitive because you just kick the ladder out every time someone would try to climb it. The only one that I ever had was for N64, and you would like go and gr- reach into the crowd yep. for something and grab like a bat or like a chair. Yeah, every or time you yep. like, you just like lean back and, and you can all, tag yeah. your arm waves yeah. around, and it's all, "Can I get something?" Share. So it was my all brother about, and it was I all about Hulk Hogan. My brother and I would only do the mode where you could put like a hundred people would just keep coming in and yep. him and I and we just beat Smackdown, the shit. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it, it just like constantly someone would just so randomly fun, come dude. in. Super fun. Yeah, Tristan and I used to play that all the time, man. Cool, dude. Cool story. <laughs> Shout out Tristan <laughs> if you're listening. Brad wants to is. Brad wants to play because he can kill more people. Um, <laughs> he would be Undertaker. I would be Rey Mysterio or John Cena every time. By the way, guys, Mother Kelly just texted me, said she wants a shout-out in the episode because we've never said her name, and she feels left out. Well, we can definitely shout-out Mother Kelly because she woke up Brad. She woke up Brad. Yeah, this episode yeah. wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for her. That's i got to get shout-out. Everyone shut the fuck up. Okay. Uh, when Tom told Mother me that, Kelly. that Kelly, well, well, Kelly, when you told Tom, who told me that you had stockings for Joanne and I at your house because we spent Christmas at your guys' house last year, I told Joanne, and like she almost teared up. She was so, so, so happy about it. Well, you can tell yeah. Joanne that we've got stockings for her at our house, too. That's a lie. Speaking of which, we're coming over, Nick. <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> Ouch. That one is still fresh. Sorry. Do we have, do we have um, to edit that out? <laughs> no, you're, you're good. This, 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 this episode is sponsored by Kelly, because she got rags. So I love Kelly. Mom. She's she's like my favorite friend parent. That wasn't a very good uh, description. Yeah, I think we can all show some love to Kelly. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, Kelly. Thanks, Mama. Kelly greater than Kobe? Question mark. Definitely. Uh, it would make more yeah. of an impact on this podcast for sure. Yeah. Kelly, a uh, fan of Kobe. Yeah. She was. Yeah. Um. Both legends yeah. in their own right. Anyhow. Well, I think we're ready to move on to uh, everyone's favorite segment. Um, we've got a lot of shout-outs via social media. And when I say a lot, I mean zero. Um, but we're trending <laughs> towards one. Uh, and that is the uh, <laughs> Thomas Dating Corner. Um, and if we can get one shout-out via social media, that would put us at 100% growth um, week over week. Wow. Which is Thomas huge. Is. Wow. I'm going to make a creative... Infinite percent growth, growth, right? Because right you can't divide here. by zero. Lay the pipe bow, down. Bow, bow, bow. Can we start this pod with John Cena music? Yeah, wait, we need an actual intro to that. Thomas's dating corner. I think it should just be the bell, like the bell that you ring for a fight. Ding ding. Wow, that's how you view. That's how you view it, huh? Yeah, he beats the he beats the bleep up. Okay, so Brad's Brad's making kratom tea, but we can totally do this without him because he'll feel uncomfortable with all of it. So That's I kind of want to wait for him. Wait, I don't understand why he would he feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Tom, you're ruining your life. <laughs> That's like the best thing. <laughs> well, let's do the segment on how to ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll call it, how to ruin your life. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. What do you got for us this week? We, we need some I filler. Thought. Wait, we got to wait for bread. Yeah. Brad doesn't want to listen. That's why he probably exactly. Got up from that's his that's why chair. I'm waiting until he gets back because he's like, "Are oh, you do you?" He he literally said, "Lay down the pipe, and I'll be right back." So we're just waiting for him. I know. Did he text say. you Nick, that? No, Nick, he just have, said that before he left. 
when oh. you have time and you're available to, you should watch The Gentleman because we all scored it really high, and I fucking loved it, dude. I thought it was so good. Huh, I will. So so catch it when you can, yeah. It was my favorite movie that we've done on the podcast, Nick, besides, like, Star Wars, but that, I'm biased about that. Cause I besides Uncut Gems, was I it? Agree. Did it get in Brad's top ten? That's the only thing that counts. Maybe. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, his top ten where each point one is part of that, so... Yeah, Brad's. Uh, did it get in his? Uh, did Brad give it an A or did he give it like a, a number grade? He, he gave, gave it. A, grade. Didn't he give it a nine point five? You guys or both nine? dropped nines. I, I I gave it nine to five. I'm just I, the the running joke is Brad consistently wanting to change the grading scale. I'm curious when he's like, you know what? Fuck numbers. Fuck letters. We're just gonna go with like Roman numerals. Can you hear Speaking me? Speaking of which, there we go. Uh, oh, Brad, where have you been? My audio like cut out. Weird. Mm-hmm. Well, we were just going to start talking about Thomas talking about dating. So are you ready for that? No, I heard you guys before. I could hear everything. <laughs> I, heard, I heard everything you said. I heard what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what that's from, Cody? Yeah, that's uh, from fucking... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 Big Black Dildo. No, 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 it's from uh, <laughs> College Bros. Oh, well, I'm talking about... The, I heard everything you said from Harold and oh, Kumar no, no. when they're it's sitting from, from in the, the spelling bee. pickup truck. I heard what you <laughs> said. I heard what you shout said. Out, shout out Donald Glover, <laughs> a.k.a. Childish Gambino, who's probably one of the most talented people on the planet. Anywho. This is America. Don't okay, get, now. Get, get to the dating advice. Okay, so Cody kind of gave me the idea on this one, and I kind of took a little spin to it, but um, God yeah. So uh, daddy issues and rape both have one thing in common. They both oh. guarantee sex. <laughs> Wait, let's break that down real quick. <laughs> Have you done both? <laughs> Can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> yeah. Well, he went I'm to just, Chico State. I'm so. just, I'm just stating the facts, man. <laughs> I calls it how I sees it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know you'd like that one, Cody. Thanks, man. That's didn't, it. Huh? Didn't that evolve? <laughs> that evolved from guaranteed anal, right? <laughs> yeah. It originally was like daddy issues. The more the daddy issues, the more the butt stuff. The worse the daddy issues, the better the yeah. sex, I think, is what it started. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't like that one, Nick? What? I'm here. Nick's never dated a okay. girl with daddy issues. He doesn't understand. Uh, I only date uh, well-established, brilliant individuals. Okay. I got, yeah, I got three more. You guys, you guys ready? Three? Fuck. Okay. Let I me got bear three down. more. Yeah. Give it to um, me. Fat women and dogs have the same reaction when you put peanut butter on your balls. <laughs> you say fat chicks do? Yeah. What is that reaction, Tom? I Wait, can't really like question. describe it, but I can give the noise. Come here, boy. Brad. Come here, boy. <laughs> Brad, what, what, what's your thoughts on that? It's my dog. I can do uh, what I want. I'm just <laughs> listening to myself get canceled <laughs> in the future. Why are, why are you getting canceled? Because I'm a part of this. <laughs> Who's canceling you, though? It's like you're someone, getting canceled, some, like a like a show. Someone in the future. <laughs> but I want Tom your advice. <laughs> I just, what do you I'm, think about I'm, Tom's advice? Do you think yeah, that would work? Uh, do you think that's true? Because when I, when I put peanut butter on my balls, my dogs are not interested at all. Clearly, I've never tried it. Are you using natural, or are you using like that Skippy stuff? Chunky um, or creamy? I have, yeah, I have chunky. Maybe that's the issue. Uh, yeah, they don't like yeah. the nuts on the nuts, dude. Who wants nuts with their nuts? Yeah. It's not <laughs> nutception up in here. 
yeah, Brad yeah, recommended it, it, so I'll change it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm not a, I'm not a chunky guy. So. Brad, chunky why are you guy? why are you why are you giving Nick bad peanut butter ball advice? That's a hundred. I'm hundred percent a chunky guy. Never been team chunky at all. I'm. I hate like, creamy peanut butter. Oh, I fucking love I'm, Skippy I'm creamy. Team Jif creamy. Hashtag Skippy Skippy teal top. I believe. The, yep, yep. The yep, OG just best fucking peanut up. butter. I could literally Skippy eat chunky a whole thing of that. Oh my I'm sixty percent chub right now. Just thinking about it. Jif yep. creamy. I'm sixty like, percent. Nick, you're hundred percent chub whether or not you think about it. Wow, dude, is that a fat joke? No, god damn it, that, that Cody. That sounds like a fat joke. Fucking, that was that fucked was... up, dude. Jesus Christ, calm down. Brad's hey, on a fucking rampage Brad? tonight, dude. Brad's you on gonna a kill woman. him? You gonna kill him next, buddy? You know what? We may have to change no, this to Brad's uh, dating di- Diabetes will get to him way before I do. So. Tom, uh, it's diabetes. Tom, let's hear number three. <laughs> diabetes. Uh, number three. Uh, the best machine. Did, Nick? Oh, he turned us on dang. each other. Yeah, that was my plan. Uh, I'm uh, not turned on in the slightest right now. Shut up. Uh, third one for tonight. Uh, the best machine to use at the gym to impress a girl is the ATM machine. <laughs> what? At the gym, gym has huh? an ATM machine, yep. dude. Yep. Yeah, let, wait. Where are you going pull with out, that? Let's get into your stacks. mind real quick. Pull out where, stacks. Flex. What gym are you... I guess that would make sense in like a gym in, it's Reno, in Reno. Because there's probably Reno. like... Yeah, there's probably like actual spots where you can sit down and gamble like while you're you're like, I'm going to work out. Oh, wait, the craps table. Hold on. And then you're like, oh, wait. Yeah. I was at a gym in Vegas this morning and there's no casino or no slots or ATM. There. There's no casino oh, in there? There's no slits? I'm going to head out. I mean, there's slots. But... Um, last but not least is just a simple formula that I don't haven't named it yet, but we'll name it eventually. <laughs> we can call it the um, Brad. God. We'll call it Brad, the Brad Theorem. <laughs> the B-Rad. <clears throat> the B-Rad Theorem. Um, so this is, for, this is for when girls ask your height, they automatically get put into this bracket. So they have to ask your height first. Then you ask their weight, and then you apply said formula. <laughs> so girls are going to weigh an average. They're all going to be a mean of 150 pounds plus shit. or minus the what? number of inches under. You guys need to shut up and listen. Okay. I'm listening. Okay. Uh, 150 pounds plus or minus under the number of inches under five foot six. So the shorter the girl, it's generally the fatter. So if she's 150 pounds and she is one inch under, then you're going to add 7.5 pounds. If she is one inch over, you're going to minus 7.5 pounds. So if you're, if you're five foot seven, you're going to go from 150, like 143. I think a better name for that formula is is the the chub chub factor. No, it's yeah, the chub factor chub is what it is. is True. The ch- okay. Yeah, the, ch- the, the CHR, the, the chub height ratio, I think. Yeah. All I'm going to say is just... I wasn't ready to do math. And Brad okay. already talked okay. about statistics. And you're over here breaking down some fucking formula that I'm never going to figure out. It's okay. And, it's okay. And I just don't know what to do with myself. I, I just don't like that dating tip. Tom, okay. Tom's ahead well, of his time. He's like, he's like the Einstein, but for, yeah. for dating advice. There's just three more things. You add five pounds if they have a metric last name. Yep. 100%. Uh, for every number of kid they have, you add uh, five, uh, four stretch pounds. marks. Oh. Yes. And then you minus 10 pounds if recently single. Because that girl's always going on a post breakup diet. 
So do you do this before you meet with someone? You like ask them qualifying questions, and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. so she actually weighs like 170. So that's a no. Yeah, you just you just plug it in, dude. It's really not that hard. Tom has an <laughs> app that he created just for this. Mm-hmm. He just literally like, like takes, make an app. He just he hey. just downloads the picture from Tinder and then puts hey, it Nick. into the app, and it gives him a fucking yes or no. Hey, hey Nick, what? Can you ask Brad how he feels about that? Uh, I'm not affiliated in any. Way. I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> Is that what I would say? I think so. <laughs> Where's the rewind back to like the exact moment? And he was like, I think I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> so, um, Brad, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Brad, using, using that formula. What do I think about that? Uh, what's your standard deviation? For that dating advice? No, what's the standard deviation on that formula over time? Say, five-year period. Uh, don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if if you use so it, facto, you Brad hates it. Tom. Got it. <laughs> Damn, hey, I want to I want to say something. After driving seven six plus hours a day for the last year and a half, I finally bought polarized sunglasses. Shout out Polar, yeah. huge brand. Anyways, con- continue. I just I just wanted to say. Oh that. no, we were just confirming that neither Nick nor Brad paid attention, but it's okay. I totally I pay attention. attention. One just... one fifty mean weight, seven point five pounds for each inch under or over five foot six. Oh no, under five foot six. Excuse me, five pounds of game. Uh, negative minus ten pounds if they're recently single. And fuck, there's one more. What was their uh, nice? Oh, kids, kids, kids. kids. Uh, how many pounds for each kid? Ten. Ten pounds for each kid. Okay. No, so I'm Brad set. probably still didn't listen. So I wrote it down. I listened to the whole thing. I will have to listen like three times when I edit it. Write that so, down and read it back to me, please. What movie did we watch? Uh, we watched Parasite. Uh, I feel like a movie in which it. required a lot of reading. Um, we'll talk about talk about my feels when we uh, dig into it a little bit. Um, but uh, this was a recommendation from B Rad, uh, <laughs> who was a huge fan, um, oh, and wow. I'd love to know why. Uh, so. Yeah. I guess with told you he hated it. Uh, if you, if you guys are ready for Nick to break down another good movie and why he thinks it's not good, we're about to get and why the pl- right. and why the plot didn't go how he would have written. Yeah, it. Quick, first, didn't quick, first pause. <laughs> quick pause. This what is movie what are you referring to? What, what movie are you referring to? Go ahead. What movie did I shit on? And I'll I'll, I'll just I'm, I'll fucking don't even say uncut gems. Nope. Uncut gems. Yeah, uncut gems. You're like, how come the plot didn't develop <laughs> this said, exact way? This guy is so dumb. I don't like watching dumb people do dumb things. Right. Ver- verbatim quote. Terrible. That's uh, that's. Yeah. Uh, I, I literally uh, you said it for me. I don't have to speak anymore. Like you literally even, broke it down. Let's yeah. not even get into it. What Hashtag. I hated was Kevin Garnett. Him believing in rocks. It's not real. <laughs> Even though Kevin like KG Garnett. played himself. I just I don't Anything. I don't jokes picture, on you, you played yourself. I don't picture him believing in rocks. <laughs> Anyways, back to Parasite. Let's fucking get off and catch. I would also like to point out something. Last week we did the gentleman. If you haven't listened, go being a fucking nerd and go that listen. That movie was a banger. Okay. Absolutely. So, uh, we decided that Cody picked a great movie, and we decided that this week, we talked about it on the podcast, you can go listen to Bradley. <laughs> we said we were going to let Cody pick the next one. A Netflix movie. And then Brad just shits on our hopes and dreams and makes us do the paras- do Parasite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brad called yeah. me and said, hey, what do you think about doing Parasite? And I was like, I mean, I don't prefer to. And he's like, well, we're doing Parasite. 
<laughs> Why'd you ask oh, his okay. opinion? Why'd you ask my opinion? That's how a dictatorship works. I have it's the high over. ground, Anakin. I have it. I have the high ground. <laughs> it's over. You want to read for us? So the movie this week, guys, was Parasite. It's a indie film. Got a lot of um, recognition. Yeah, I think you, it won. And you Oscar have to read subtitles. Yeah, um, South Korean. Yeah. Very good movie. Uh, the director's uh, same director that directed uh, Snowpiercer, which is a movie I really like. Uh, mm-hmm. That I recommend Chris Evans. people see. Yeah, so good um, and Nickel Nick's gonna take us away on the intro. Hit it, yeah. Nick. All Parasite. unemployed, and his good family day. take peculiar interest in a wealthy and glamorous Parks as they integrate themselves into their lives and entangle in an unexpected incident. Uh, so general thoughts, uh, first off, I would like to hear Nick's. <laughs> general thoughts, uh, overall, uh, I really liked how it was shot. I know that's a famous quote that Brad says, um, I, and, uh, <laughs> I, but I agree. Is you it like, your top I, 10? You know, you I have definitely, to pay me for that, you know, saying that. Uh, nope, you didn't trademark it. I uh, did. anyways, uh, I really liked the way it was shot. Uh, I really enjoyed, um, the i guess crafty ways that they were able to uh you know i guess sneak themselves in and integrate themselves with uh you know the the rich family's life um yeah yeah. and and overall like did i fall asleep halfway through it maybe but did i like it yeah i thought it was pretty good (laughs) um just to take a step back real quick also just a general idea of the movie without giving anything away it is about a very poor family (laughs) and a very wealthy family and the poor family one of the sons starts working for the rich family and it's how this family the poor family integrates themselves i guess you could quote unquote say into the rich society or into the rich family and kind of parasite the name gives a hint to what's going on yeah they, um, but, but without giving anything else away that's that's what happens yeah yeah, it's a movie about about class struggle, and like one of the notes that I made that like was a constant theme throughout the movie was metaphors, and I literally just wrote like this movie is metaphorical, blah blah blah. Like I'm so sick of like symbology and metaphors in movies. I, you know what I mean? Like that's why I like Marvel movies. Like just give me some cool shit. But like this movie was really good at at providing metaphors and you know showing the struggles between different classes in society. But I just don't care about that shit anymore, dude. Yeah, I liked it though. Good I liked thinking. it. I liked it. I did like it. It was a good movie, and I like Nick. I like Nick, did movies. I cut you off? I don't think you were done talking about the movie. I'm sorry. Uh, no. I mean, I was. I just. I, I feel like <laughs> a lot of a lot of what I want to talk about ends up in the spoiler section anyway. So I think it's good for everyone to kind of talk about their likes and dislikes first. So um, okay, for sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of where it was. Uh, Brad, anything you want to say, general? For yeah, just general. I would say. Um, I mean, Nick touched on it. The way it was shot was really cool. And I thought, like, the color palette they did with, like, the shooting where they made, like, everything outside of the home was very colorful. And you kind of felt like you were escaped. And then any shot they did within the home, you kind of felt like it was darker and more entrapped. And so that was, like, the one thing. I don't really have anything bad to say as about this movie i mean it's a foreign film so it's like it's really hard to like pick apart like a film where the audio is in a language you know that i don't speak so i only have subtitles to go with but all in all as far as like the subtitles go and like 
all of the you know visuals that I saw. This film is freaking amazing, and there's really not anything to like pick apart. The one thing it does, and one thing like any good cinema does, is it can take a story that shouldn't be epic. You know, like it could be like a very like basic little story and make it feel like it's epic. And that's what this does is it takes like it's a very simple plot and it's when you break it down and it's a very simple story. But this film and the way it captures it on screen and in audio and everything else, what it does is it takes a very simple plot and it makes it feel like it's an epic plot. That transfers over languages, and you, whether it's subtitles, you can't read anything. That transfers on film, and that's what this movie does: is it transfers that epic feel that it, even if you're fucking stupid and you can't read subtitles, like you could watch this and realize like what they did was pretty cool. And that's where I'll leave it at. Yeah, yeah. piggybacking off what you said about the house, uh, there's a good contrast between how the rich lived and then how they lived. Like, you know, there's a common theme of, oh, wait, that's kind of a spoiler. But yeah, uh, I just, a recurring scene where the guy comes and pisses, like in their neighborhood. And it's (laughs) it's almost like he's, they're literally getting pissed on. Like, you can tell that they don't like being that society. And that kind of plays into the dad. Like, you know, when the, when the rich guy is, talking about how he smells, you can see it like dig into him and like really affect him. And he realizes like, wow, he is just like a lazy piece of shit that like is a parasite and like he can't make anything of his own, which I think is why he. Spoilers. Person. We just, we just said that. <laughs> Aren't we? <laughs> I, I can mix it up. Totally. Oh, yeah, you can mix it up. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, but, but with the dialogue too, like that's one of the things I like about anime and, and uh, like foreign uh, shows or films or whatever is they just talk differently than we do. Like the way that they speak to each other. Like when he's one of the scenes, like when he's driving in the car and he's like, "Oh, you corner very well." Like that's something like I would never. That's like not a conversation <laughs> right. I would ever have in my entire life. So it's just cool to see the way that they talk and, and interact. It's just way different than we do. I enjoy that a lot. Uh, Nick. We're talking about spoilers. We're talking about dislikes. Uh, any more likes here. by anyone? I just really like the cinematography and the way it was like shot. And the house was beautiful. That the, house lived there, hundred percent. So, I really like the uh, yeah. the concrete house and the architecture. I'm, I'm a concrete nerd, so like houses that are built of concrete, I've always <laughs> kind of taken a liking to. And like that's my ideal house. It's like mostly concrete with a lot of glass, like open floor plan, just beautiful for me. So, like, the one thing I'll say, and, like, I'm a big, like, fucking cinema nerd, like, I like the way shit is shot, is one thing I noticed they did is every time, like, it was shot around the house, it was more of, like, a close-up kind of in your face, and if it wasn't, like, a close-up, it was, like, a more cinematic, like, shot of the house, but then the shot would eventually, like, close in, and it was always, like, closing in. And any time you're away from the house, it would be a shot like pointed more towards the sky. And it would be more of like a landscape shot to where you could actually see like the world outside of the house. And I thought that was really cool how they made like every shot where it was like based around the house made you feel like more entrapped into the house. And then any shot where it wasn't the house made you feel more like you were escaping that house. And it gave that house like a weird, weird, like edgy feeling that is kind of like if, you know, The Shining, like movies like that do, 
to where it yeah. like gives like a stupid building, you know, that no one should really care about, gives it like an edgy feeling. And I felt like eerie. the house in this, yeah, eerie, eerie. So I was edging point. the whole time. If you're not edging, you're not living your life. <laughs> Dislikes or spoilers? Okay. What do you want to do first? Um, well, I don't, I don't think there's anything that. I can talk about dislikes real quick. I don't think there's anything that um, I truly hated uh, at all. I, I honestly think it was it was very well done. Uh, and it's funny how you can run into a situation wow. where uh, you you know we watched like Terminator not too long ago, right? Like this was ten times better written than uh, than something like that, and it was foreign, right? Having to actually read the script, right. uh, it's just so funny how like there's quality in these small films. So I think if there's something that I dislike, it's the fact that this didn't really blow up or that there wasn't like an English version that we didn't have to read because of the fact that this was like a low budget film, you know? Yeah. Um, Well, the fact that there's like quality in a translated film where it still has better dialogue than a film in our own language. Right. So I think it, I think what the dislike I'm pointing out is like, yeah, all I was going to mention real quick, Cody was the, the, that my dislike of this is it really kind of puts American films on blast. Like you guys have this right. huge budget of $150 million, but you can't, the script is what's always the most important, the script and getting the right actors. And I feel like the actors in this were fucking perfect. Like each one of them were perfect. Like they did such a good job. And um, the last dislike I have is uh, the fact that the Chinese language or Korean language, like I just, I wish I could just sit there and listen and understand. But like, there's only subtle things. Like, sorry sounded like sorry. Like it sounded like almost right. identical. Right. Um, but for the most part, like you literally had to sit there and read the subtitles, which kind of distracts you from you know everything that's going on in the environment. So um, that was truly my only dislike of this movie. And I will yeah, say, I, like the one thing that's cool is like with subtitles, I feel at some points it draws you a little bit more into the movie. Because you have to pay attention. So, like, sometimes, like, reading, you know, like, the subtitles, I'm like, oh, shit, you know? Shout right. out to like, 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 if I, if I looked away for 10 seconds, I'd be like, fuck, and I'd have to rewind it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I couldn't. I did that, like, multiple times, even on my rewatch. You but, know, I looked to, away, and then yes. I was like, ah, oh, I don't even know what the fuck they said, and so I went back. Yeah, speaking to what Nick said about about the the, uh, the writing um, and versus Terminator, it, to me it just speaks to like one person or like one or two people's vision of a story and their creative, uh, you know, their, their creative direction, which is what you saw here versus Terminator, which is a billion dollar huge global franchise. So it has to go through probably so many fucking levels and so many rewrites that it's like right. It's it not. It's, you, know, you know what I mean? Before it exactly. Even touches yeah. like the. And that, that that'll just never compare to like a true artist, like Bu, what's what's his name, Boo Jung Ho or something like Bong. that. Yeah, it's like some vegetable or something like that. But yeah, yeah. So that, that's kind of what he, I think about it. My, he made a Snowpiercer, also. Again, yeah, great movie. Uh, never seen it, but anyways, my, my dislikes. I said that earlier. Two right. two dislikes. One, it's probably a cultural thing, but the whole I don't know, eighteen to twenty year old guy dating a sophomore in high school and like kissing and like. That, that kind of threw me off a little bit. And then secondly, uh, there, there's a lot of like really loud noises that happened, like a floor below where people were at that they somehow didn't hear. <laughs> so that kind of, I was like, eh, well, maybe. Yeah. yeah, some of the, yeah, I get what that fucking saying. rock. Like, yeah, like, yeah, that, that or like pushing a fucking giant bookcase across a, across a floor. Like nobody heard that three, like 10 feet above you. 
really? My like only thing where I would like if I was even going to pick apart the movie would be like for how like skilled, you know, the poor family was. It's weird how everything came together at once because they like once like one thing came together, all of a sudden they were all like tacticianers, you know, at doing anything. I agree. And they were like super genius. And it was just like that. Oh, we all got our shit together all at the same time right away. It was like, all right, if you guys are really that good, you know, you wouldn't be living in the basement. Completely agree. All this shit. But I mean, that's like, a, you know, a simple thing to pick apart. But that's that's like the point of a parasite, right? They like they live in shit and like yeah, squalor until exactly. they find a host, right? And then like that's how they live is they exist off of a host. Like they can't they can't yeah. live without a host. But that, taking that the taking the the more human side of that, it's like the fact that they even like were smart. Like if you take take their living situation, right? They could they couldn't even afford fucking Wi Fi, like, oh, no. and they were putting boxes together, um, you know, to to make ends meet. To having this fucking, yeah, having this grand scheme of being able to overthrow a brilliant rich family. Um, I don't know. I, I definitely oh. think there was a bit of a hole there, but it wasn't something that took away from the movie. You know, it's like I thought right. about that afterwards and was like, yeah, whatever. It was still, you know, a movie that I, you know, enjoyed reading. Right. To, to me, to me, it was just about, yeah, they're parasites. Yeah, the dad is pretty much the whole reason that the family is, is fucked up. And it like it kind of all centered around the dad. And then like at the end where this you know, where the son's like, I'm sorry. And like the dad's like, don't worry about it. And like, I think that like turned to him. And that's when he's like, OK, I'm going to fucking like this is all my like I'm pissed. I, I fucked my whole life up and I fucked my family up. So right. I'm going to do something about it. And then he just did the complete wrong thing. And then he, you could tell he was he was in anguish about it. Within the movie, like it wasn't just the poor family that was parasites; it was the rich family too. They were parasites because, like, they were parasites like upon like the greater good. Even though they had, you know, everything going for them, they still like had so much negativity to them. And I don't like, follow. That's uh, so. Like this movie did something that I thought was really cool, where you don't really have anyone you're rooting for. Like you're just kind the of, kid, the schizophrenic yeah, kid, yeah, right? But like you're kind of rooting, you know, for the poor family to like pull through and get it all together. But at the same time, like the poor family die, like does so much shit to where like it's hard to root for them. So it doesn't really have like a hero you're rooting for, which I think is like a really cool thing, especially in like today's you know movie genre where everyone's a hero. Well, mm-hmm. when it came to rooting for what I was most upset about was when I hear Thomas, you still there? What upset me was that them sitting there and and you know I guess we're in the spoiler section at this point, even though this is at the beginning of the movie, and them trying to get win over the pizza box lady, <laughs> even though they fucked up all those pizza boxes, like that that to me is like a prime. I feel like that happens a lot among the like poor area is like they're like, but I did the job. They're like, yeah, but you didn't do it well. Right. And they're like, but I still <laughs> right. deserve full pay. And they're like, no, because we have to go back and fucking redo it. Right. Like Shout that, out Bernie. That is something that, that lives among America that drives me fucking bananas. And it's funny that we talk about that and we also have talk about Kobe Bryant. And they're like two polar opposites, right? It's like one right. giving your all and everything and doing everything you can to, to do your best. And then the other side is like, just well, we did the job. By. We just, we yeah. just, yeah, we did it though. You know, it's, it's like yeah, it's, kinda... it's, 
it's a lack of responsibility is what it is. It's like, oh, well, I didn't, like, I, I didn't know. Or it's like, okay, it's your job to know. Yeah, or to, it's also like, just learn having it. no, like, like Take the care, responsibility. Like, no and, care in the craft you're doing, but that's, you know, at hand at the time. I think that's, like, part of the plight of the poor, though, and that's maybe one of the points the movie yeah. was trying to get across. I agree. But it's funny because I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm retarded and maybe a little bit not sober i said i don't like parasite because the name and then i talked about pizza boxes anyways what i was going to point out was parasite and then at the beginning when they had the uh the bug thing sprayed into their house i was actually really kind of i was like i again i didn't know any context of this movie i was kind of hoping that they were going to actually no i was just i was hoping they were actually going to like catch something and Um, they were going to be the ones that kind of spread it out because they were poor this family that like just doesn't know like what like oh yeah i'm breathing in these chemical fumes and that's turned into this like terrible parasite that now i get like this rich guy infected and he gets all these other people infected that's kind of how i saw the movie going um and it's funny how like i and so i was kind of waiting for that and then like again like 30 like not 30 minutes but like halfway through the movie i was like oh like and that's why i realized like oh the family's the parasite I was right. I was upset. I was hoping someone was gonna like start getting sick, and like that was gonna evolve into this big like worldly thing, and it wasn't gonna be so secluded among like seven people in a movie. Um, so I, I thought that the the movie though well named after I watched the full thing, I didn't think that bug spray part that bug spray part threw me off with the fact that the name is parasite, and maybe that's the point yeah, too, which is I, yeah, we're I spraying but like we're spraying parasite like we're spraying this on the parasite. You know, maybe that was a metaphor that we're getting at, right? right. Which is like, like we're they're the to parasite. Get rid of these people, but they still right. persist to like right. exist. Yeah, yeah. There, that there's, makes there's, sense. there's like there's there are the roaches. Things that, yeah, that's there's a couple of things that that played into that. Also, I agree. Like I thought about that completely, and then also it's like, oh, free extermination. Like that's a parasitic thing. Like, oh, I didn't do this, but somebody else is like paid for this. Like, oh, I'll benefit from it. And then also, he's like such a shitty dad that he subjects his entire family. Like yeah, the, the whole family is like them. barely breathing. I would never even go near a house that's like being fumigated. Or I like know. I don't even touch pesticides. Like, and he's just like, oh, that's for extermination because so, they have the stink bugs. I feel like that part should have been brought in later on in the movie to bring a better idea of the metaphor. That being at the very beginning, again, from someone that just like maybe watched a preview, I'm thinking these people are going to catch something. They're going to give it among people. And that's, this is the parasite, not right. like, so again, that's where my mind was for I the would first say 20, 30 minutes. With you know? the argument gotcha. of the film that the fact it didn't do that and it took it a whole different direction, you know, would be like a cool switch up too. I, I trust me, I'm with you. I'm just saying right. that if that part would have no, been, I, I get what you're saying. That could they be have a, a couple cool other scenes. Too. Yeah, no, 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 just, no, no, no. I'm just saying, there's a couple other scenes when they're all at home. And if they would have brought that part in at that point, I, I feel like that metaphor would have come through better. Like it right. would have came through more clearly that these people are the parasite, not what's going on with these people. This is strange. They're making pizza boxes and they're right. getting this fumigated, you know, like, I don't know. That's, that's, that's where my head's at. I, I would say for, at for the me, same time, like, but yeah, like for, what you're for, saying for, is not like a bad idea. That would yeah. be cool. Like, I feel like the one thing this movie does is it has like so many different opportunities it's a great movie on its own but it has like so many different opportunities to where it could go left or right to be a different kind of movie and i feel like this movie like has like so much stuff to it that it could literally be whatever kind of movie it wanted to be and it'd be good just because the basis of this movie is like so grounded 
that wherever it wanted to go, it would be great. And that's what, for, the, you know, the, and they took it a weird way. Yeah, that beginning scene for me, uh, I, I kind of knew that movie was about class struggle and kind of the, like basic ideas of the plot. So I, I wasn't expecting like a, you know, like a parasitic outbreak or anything like that. Right. And, then, you know, one of, the, one of the first scenes is like the mom like kicking the dad, like don't pretend to be asleep. Like you can tell he's a failure and he's failed his family and that he deeply, deeply feels that. And then that scene with the extermination is just like, oh, like really? Like you're going to like fucking submit your family to this terrible right. fucking pesticide for me it was just setting up and like i said earlier the whole movie kind of hinges around how this dad is like a terrible fucking family man you know what i mean he's just yeah he's always out of work anyways i, yeah. I could say that a hundred different ways but it, 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 that's to me that's what it was so i, I think it was well timed and, and fit perfectly yeah and I, but I also i also knew what, what the movie was generally about so so i feel like this scene that like really captured the movie and like put it on its like own tone was when they're in front of the store and so they're like eating the food and drinking and he's talking to the kid that's going to give him the job. And I don't know why, but that scene, like you felt like you were there in that town. And when they're talking and he's like explaining like, oh, she's nice, this and that. And the way that was shot was like so perfect to where I was like, oh, I'm in. It just felt so genuine that it doesn't matter what language it was in. I was like, oh, I'm in like this feels so real. It was like a Quentin Tarantino film to where it feels so like genuine. I was like, oh, I'm into this movie. And it just like never let off from there. The one thing I like about this movie is that um, like a lot of the times I just seem to like movies that are filmed in like three scenes. Like the movie like had like their shitty house scene, the really nice house scene, and then like the basement. And like, I, like, I don't know, there wasn't that many scenes in the movie, which I kind of liked. Yeah. It, what did you um, discuss? Makes, makes, like... makes it have like more of like a... Uh, like a homey kind of feeling because it's like you're familiar with those three scenes you're like oh like i know that house that they were that they are in the movie yeah Cause like i went around that i went around that house like with with them throughout the movie and stuff and kind of know that um little fun fact on the movie there's a scene where the neighborhood floods and i was looking up an ama on reddit with the director and he said that was the most difficult scene he's ever recorded because i guess it took like weeks because they actually did it in like a neighborhood and they had to like let tons and tons of people know in a neighborhood, oh, and like shit. I don't know how they acquired the three basement houses. For it, but, like they really did flood a fucking like a miniature neighborhood scene, and he said it was super difficult and required a shit ton of water. Yeah, and then to I'm kind glad, of reiterate on on Nick uh, was that like they that was the only thing that like, they were pretty stupid, and they have this grand scheme. I think Nick, where their stupidity showed was the scene that bugged me the most is like when they're like the family's gone and they're just there fucking eating dinner, like getting drunk at this house. that's not even theirs. And like, I literally was like, they're going to come home early. Like something's going to happen. Right. Why did you, why did you trash the living room and you're getting drunk? And I was like, Oh, that's right. Cause they're fucking stupid. Like that's I where knew. I went back to being like, Oh, they just, they don't know any better. Yeah. I knew that that was going to be definitely a turning point for the movie and backtracking a little bit. When, when you brought up that scene about the, the, uh, the alleyway flooding or whatever for some reason uh, like a particular spot in that scene that like just i was like damn this is insane was when the the toilet like literally shit was coming out of the toilet and the girl's freaking out and she's just like she's going you're like she's looking for something and it's her pack of cigarettes and she just like smokes a cigarette like in all that chaos and all that turmoil all she wants is her cigarette and i don't know what it was about that like i, I still can't figure it out but to me, that just like rung. I don't. I, it was crazy. Yeah, like poor, like uh, like I don't like an escape 
type feeling like i need yeah. something like i need my meds type type feeling yeah because yeah, I, I get maybe it's maybe it's because i've experienced that like where you know so many things are just like terrible and like you're you know i've, I've been at low points in my life before and like yeah. a vice a vice helps you through it and just and like, like instead of dealing with it head on you'd much rather take the easy way out is like exactly wow, right yeah. yep and like another like too. i guess like metaphorical thing i kind of liked was the name is Parasite, and it did seem like kind of in a way the rich relied on the poor, like they were needed. Yes, I've yeah, like the I poor, like, like they, 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 they're you know the main, the rich guy was rich because he had people that weren't as fortunate and stuff pay for stuff, something that he had, and like they had their living in that type of house and were able to have you know a housemaid and an art teacher and everything because of the poor people less fortunate so it was mm. kind of like we were i don't know i kind of saw it as like the poor relying on the rich to like give them money i guess but then like also like the rich relying on like people that are less fortunate to like make their lives even easier easy bernie yeah I, you know one when, thing that uh, i thought was cool too <laughs> was was how like when when they get to the point where they're in the house and then the people that they, you know, essentially kicked out of the house come back and ask for help, they're like, they're in the high horse now and they're like, mm, yeah, you're yeah. a low life. Like, and that was literally one of the lines, right? It was yeah, like, that was We're like not a, needy, you're yeah. needy. And it's like, well, wait a minute. And I think that was one of the points is like, once you get to that point, you that become, a, could, the, yeah. every, everyone else becomes yeah. an other. Even the person that you were months ago <laughs> is an other. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say one of the things that, this is still kind of, I know we're in the like dislikes and spoiler section, but one of the things I really was turned off about was how stupid the mom was, the rich mom. I just felt like she, like, <laughs> she didn't, the guy, like, the, there was a point where the, in the, uh, when the guy's in the car, when he like kind of first hires him and he's like, you love your wife though. And he's like, yeah, yeah. love. Like if you call it love and yeah, it's like, that's, that yeah, I, I just felt like. The so guy I, realized he married just like an idiot. Like the mom wasn't smart. Like every I, time they talked to, hold on, Brad. Every stop. time they talked to, every time they talked to the mom, the mom always overreacted. Like when she was like, "This is the schizophrenia area," and the mom's like, "Oh my god, that's such a big <laughs> deal." Like I felt like everything was a big deal to that mom because she just wasn't intelligent, which was funny because I felt like it was trying to draw a line between this lady is rich, but not because of her. Like she's not, she would have been in the circumstance of these other people had she not married this guy that was a billionaire, you know? So it's a funny situation where you've got this mom that's a retard and you got this guy that started this company and made millions of dollars and you've got all these other people coming in. So I, I just didn't like that the mom was very subject to, to stupidity. The thing with her is like her husband was like so great, you know, and like made money and stuff and she doesn't necessarily, you know, have like the same qualities. And so she's just trying to hold this home life together while her, you know, husband is out there like making the moves. And, you know, like there was nothing that, you know, qualified her to be in charge of, you know, kind of running this like business of her husband, you know, being like a super powerful man. And so she's just trying to hold it together and she's really naive and stupid. Because, you know, she's not a businesswoman and that's why she's at home. But, I mean, yeah. it's just, like, stupid take. My, my take on that is that one could almost say that she's parasitic of her husband. And going, you know, going to what Nick says about her being so stupid is when people tell her something and make it and present it in a way that's believable. She then, you know, as a parasite, and I hate to like, continuously go back, back to that, but to me, like, that's what I was thinking the whole movie. She's like, oh, like, that's what you believe? Okay, well, that's very convincing for me. Right. That's also what I'm going to believe. Like, she, you know what I mean? Like, she's, 
she can't think without a host, right? And she, right. in that sense, it, I, I thought it was beautiful the way that that was portrayed throughout the whole movie in so many I'll, different ways. I also felt like there was like an underlying kind of like feel that maybe she was the one cheating. Because when he like said, you know, I found something in the car, the look in her eyes was like scared. And I thought like maybe that was like an underlying thing to maybe like she was cheating and she thought like she was caught because like their like relationship between the mom and the dad definitely felt like there was like, you know, other parts to it that were missing. Right. I mean, that's just me like trying to add something cool to the movie, but. Go ahead, Nick. I was going to say, sometimes I feel like, although we are a movie podcast, sometimes we think about things too deeply uh, in the sense that, you know, like some, and, you know, that's our job, obviously, is to really think about these. But right. um, in the sense, with, like you're mentioning, Brad, where it comes down to, like, us trying to think about all these different scenarios and different things, like, I know one of the things you guys mentioned a couple podcasts ago was, like, nah, that's, maybe that's just how they wanted it, you know, maybe that's just how they, and, like, sometimes we break it down to, like, you know, oh, well, this could have happened, or that could have happened, but, right. you know, again, I feel like the reason, especially in this movie, where there's definitely a lot of care and attention brought to every little piece, like, I feel like that's exactly how they wanted it. It, it wasn't a situation where she was cheating. I feel like more, I, I side more towards Cody's comments, which was, she's just like this naive person that needed, again, someone else to kind of think and speak for her. And she kind of attached to that host and that parasitic uh, uh, host as... Right, as the belief. So I, right. I feel like sometimes we, we dig in a little deep, and that's okay. Um, but I, I, mean, I strongly feel like the parasite is is the, the underlying meaning here. Go ahead. And go that's ahead. why, like, I think when... I think I've known people like that, right? So that's like where where it kind of <laughs> made sense for me is like, oh, I like I know people that like when I say something or like when somebody else says something that makes sense to them, then they also think that, and it's it's like weird. But anyways. Yeah, and when, like, you know, like, when the family, you know, starts to, like, you know, integrate themselves within their family, she's, like, instantly, you know, attracted to their intelligence of everything, even though it's, you know, false intelligence. Slow. It's them pretending like they know everything. And, I like, that's, like, a really easy trap to fall into, you know, of like, oh, this guy's, you know, like, he knows all about this, you know, and the art and stuff, and it's all bullshit. And, like, that's, like, a real thing. I'm sure we've all, you know, like, had friends or people we know to where, you know, on first meet, you're like, oh, this guy's, like, really knowledgeable, and he knows this and that. And then, you know, after a couple of times, you're like, oh, this guy's full of shit. And he pretends right. like he knows everything about everything. Okay, I have a yeah. couple of things that I just want to bust through really quick. So yeah. give, give me a couple of minutes to talk here. One thing at the beginning, when he first meets the... Uh, when he, he does his first tutor session and he talks to her about test taking to me, that was kind of interesting because I've always been, you know, humble brag here. I've always been like really good at taking tests and I've had people comment to me like, dude, how did you not study for that test and do really good at it? So when he tells her, like, I don't care about the answer to number 24, but if you lose momentum when you're taking a test, like it will ruin you. What if that was the first question you would have, your, right. your confidence in that test would have gone down. And for some reason, whenever I, like, I, like I, I passed a physics class with an A and I never studied or never even like did homework or read the book. And it's just because I like paid attention to class. And like when I did the test, I was like, oh, this is this, this is this. And that's how I've approached every test. The way so that he, scene was the way he like grabbed really cool her hand too in that scene. Yeah. Keep going. And then uh, 
the other one was when the flashback when uh, what was his name Daesung saw the ghost and it's that guy in the basement and he pokes his head up dude that was the creepiest fucking thing I've seen in a long time man and his eyes are wide open and he's got like a semi bald head like I don't know if you guys felt the same way but that that creeped me it the made me fuck out dude oh my that god guy, like how that, would you not go into convolutions and fucking have a yeah. seizure if you saw that that guy in general just really bugged me especially the fucking way he ate a banana. <laughs> yeah so aggressively Every, I, dude I, I, respect <laughs> i might get a boner if somebody ate a banana like that in front of me is all i'm saying yeah. i have not clearly I've never seen me eat a banana thomas question for you how easy would it be to shove a knife that big that deep into somebody's chest i feel like it'd be hard <laughs> especially especially if it's vertical you know shout out vertical especially if it's hard. vertical like that because there's like bones there right like to stab into somebody's heart I mean, like five go, inches he probably went through the intercostal space which is the space between your ribs it'd be pretty fucking easy dude i think it'd be pretty easy there's yeah. that much space in between your ribs I think the yeah. honestly the biggest thing would be adrenaline like how much adrenaline yeah. are you dealing with because like don't underestimate your own adrenaline if like you're if I had a knife if I had a knife right now, Cody, and you were in front of me, I think I would have to do like the Oklahoma, just like kind of like hitting my hand a little bit harder than you do when you play Rochambeau. Like yeah, like I think that's really how it to stuff. get it yes. that far. Wow. Okay, because that's one thing I was wondering. Like if if I were to do a full swing, like downward, the hammer throws it would most likely chest with depend on how sharp sharp your well, blade is. Yeah, think about think about like how easy it is to cut yourself, Cody, and then apply that with like a lot of mm. of forward pressure on a very sharp knife like that's the shit that shit will go right through you yeah all right and then my last note is hashtag physics, uh, I, literally, Shout out physics. I literally wrote <laughs> i literally wrote what the fuck when shit gets crazy at the end that was an insane yeah. scene dude and i was hoping that shit was gonna blow up like that and it did and, and i it loved took it. a turn yeah but it felt genuine too didn't feel like it was you know oh, like i agree yeah because because his wife died right to be over the top yeah he didn't give any fucks anymore. Yeah. That was like his only thing, right? What was cool was from the beginning when they introduced the house, the house had like an eerie feel and it really never got rid of that. Like you never felt comfortable, you know, at the scenes at the house. You always felt like we shouldn't be here no matter like who was on screen, you know? Like it, totally. didn't, have it didn't have a home feel. It just felt like it was like this crazy place where shit's going to happen. And it did not feel like a home. And I thought that was you, really cool. Brad, are you saying that there should be a Shining slash Parasite mashup movie? Yeah, that's what I am. But Cody doesn't <laughs> like Shining, so Shining's the worst movie that. of all time. But yeah, that, that but yeah, house eerie feeling had the at the end. Shining feeling. When he's looking yeah. at the house and there's a new family living in there, I was like, ugh, they're living there? <laughs> like, ugh. And then uh, lastly on my notes is what I took away most from this movie is don't fucking talk about how people smell in front of them. <laughs> they might stab you in the heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like how Anyways. that like little thing kind of just like done. That was the actual decide like what caused him to fucking stab basically was like this little thing. That was like the you know the the straw that broke the camel's back was just you know saying how he smelled and he really took that to offense. Yeah. Yeah, you and, can see it too when he's laying under the table and they're sitting there on the couch and he's like, "It smells like." when you're on a subway she's like i haven't been on a subway in years and you can like it pan <laughs> yeah. it pans to the dad's face that's under the table and he's right. you could tell he's just purely broken at that point it's funny how smell I, another thing that i think movies should bring in more and i really think it would make a difference in a movie theater too actually is smell like 
smell when it comes to yeah i i I know it's kind of a new thing like i watched if you go to disneyland shout out disneyland um and you do the soren usa or whatever it is now like the smells Mm -hmm. when that smell hits you while you're watching something like i think it brings so much more to whatever you're doing like because people will be like subway smell and then you and then you get that smell of like sitting on bart and you're like oh like like disgusting dirty smell scent is like a stronger sense than like eyesight or well, something. Yeah. What, what I've read is that strength sense statistic. or uh, what is it? Smell is the sense most closely linked to memory. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So like you, you we just can remember up to ten. Up and... The human body can remember up to ten thousand smells. Damn. Mm, I can probably do at least ten thousand and one. And then yeah, the... I was gonna say ten thousand and two. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm one better than Cody's. So <laughs> as as usual. <laughs> The thing that the film did at the end too, what that was cool, I thought, was typically. I feel like if this was a Hollywood movie, the sister lives, you know, and she's like the hero, but mm. instead, like they kill her, and that was like a like crazy turning point to where you're like, holy shit, because she was like built up to be, you know, like the coolest person like to root for, yeah, and she was kind of the badass, and then you know, in the you know tenth hour, they just stab her and kill her. And you're like, holy shit. Like, it was really it, emotional, too, when she's like, stop putting your hand there. It hurts even more when you do that. I was yeah, like, damn, that's, that's sad, dude. I just like how she gets stabbed and she goes, shit. Yeah. And he's so, he's so mad that she died that I think that's like what really forced him to kill Mr. Park. Yeah. Good, good freaking ending. How did you guys react when the fucking basement scene happened, dude? I, I was like, what the fuck is that? Dude, I didn't dude? know what it was gonna be which one I, did, I thought it was like the, gonna the be first a time you see the basement i was like what the fuck is going on dude <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah dude honey honey i was like what I was like, what the shit is going on man i'm I so thought hungry it was like <laughs> a zombie body or something yeah t-virus and that fucking that kid my favorite part was when that kid got fucking smacked in the head with the rock and he picks it up and does it again and his hand oh and it shows it, it to you <laughs> yeah dude yeah. i was, I was yeah. like that's fucking awesome but, like, the whole basement scene, like, plays back to, you know, the house, like, felt so real, but big, to where you could believe, like, yeah, there definitely could be someone living in the basement and no one would know. Especially, yeah, especially these if people you're, are so stupid. Like, especially if you're 100 miles away from fucking Pyongyang with Kim right? Jong fucking mother bitchin' Oon up there, dude. <laughs> mother bitchin' Oon. And that was cool at the end how he used the um, Morse code to let him know. That he's okay. Yeah, yeah, the Boy Scout, the Boy Scout thing kind of came up a couple of times in the yeah. Indian, the Indian themes, warrior, I guess. Like I said, metaphors, blah blah blah. A quick little timeout on a scale of zero to ten. How drunk is everyone? Five. Uh, I'm a a two and eight. a half, three. I'm a fucking eight. You're an eight, Nick. Is that exaggerating? You're actually an eight. No, like I'm done with my entire glass full of scotch Jesus nice fuck. nick yeah, i'm fucking on one right now do 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 go nick i'm two beers two shots four hours so i'm not very drunk but i gotta be up early chocolate wasted anywho sorry continue uh no you're good uh what were we talking guys... about anal <laughs> no anal no, not today sorry um, daddy um, issues do you have daddy issues <laughs> Yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to touch on before we hit ratings? I'm just ready to fucking give this thing a score. One more thought. I was thinking, like, how good was their acting? But then it dawned on me, it's kind of hard to judge acting for a different 
Mm-hmm. Disagree. Uh, different culture. Disagree. Really? Here's why. I thought the mom. I the mom irritated the shit out of me. I felt like the mom. I agree. And, the good and, mom. Yeah, like the the, the mom, in, mom. Yeah, the mom yeah. inside of the rich family. She she. I felt like overacted. Like she she like fucking went full retard, which you're never supposed to do if you've ever seen a movie before. Um, she went fucking full retard. And I think she only needed to go about half retard to make that that movie good. All right. Um, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, I really want that fucking Ramdan food. It looks so fucking good. Yeah, I, yeah. So the, the acting though, Nick, and the over the top. I think that's just like a a foreign, especially like with anime. If you watch a lot of yeah. anime, that, that's I just how they talk you. and and like the weird sound effects, like when they're when they're fucking on the couch or whatever, and she's like making way more sounds than is comfortable. That that's just kind of how it is. I, think. I just feel like it, just the mom though, just the mom bothered me out of everyone. Is I felt like the and again, it could be that when it comes to actually reading what they're saying, they could be saying something more meaningful in their language, and maybe we don't understand that, but I just feel like the mom, Very true. still, every moment of the mom when she was gonna, like, there was some type of important moment, like, the mom kind of overacted. Yeah, she like, just I didn't had, feel like, like there's any deer other person in the head, in that movie. headlights look. And... Yeah, like, there's no one else in the movie that, that did that at any particular moment except for her, so that, right. that brought it down a bit for me. But that, that was it. I mean, it's not like that character. was worse. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys ready to hit grades? Yeah. Um, so I went first last week, and I'm going to go first again. If you guys are cool with that, or I can go last. I don't care. Uh, Your guardium flexiosa? Are you asking <laughs> us and then telling us? Or? No, I'm saying, do well, you guys like when I go first or last? What's, what's your opinion on first. that, Tom? Let's do this go. first. Go first, Brad. We'll give. Okay. We'll give the. Uh, we'll I'll give. give the, hold on, Brad. Hold on. Yep. Sorry. We will give the, uh, uh, Rotten Tomato score first, which was a whopping ninety-nine out of a hundred. Wow. And yeah. I think it was like a, it was in the nineties for the audience score. So with that in mind, wow. um, Brad, go ahead. What 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 did you give it? Uh yeah, I would give Parasite a nine point five. There's really wow. nothing you can depict from this movie that makes it like a bad film. And I think the fact that it's a foreign film and so much of it translates over into one of the best films of this year shows like a lot. And it's it's just a really well done film. And for me, like personally, it's hard for me to, you know, like watch films where I have to read subtitles the whole time. Call me dumb, whatever. Like, yeah, I am. You know, I I like my movies where I can just watch them and I don't have to read. But with, you know, watching this, I watched it with Thomas, you know, like a month or two ago around Christmas. And I was super into it the whole time. And when we agreed that we were going to do it as an episode, I rewatched it today and took notes. And the whole time I was just like, no, this is good. Like, there's really not a lot bad about it. And so mm-hmm. the way the way it's shot, the way it's filmed, I feel like the actors, everything is great and it's really hard to pick apart anything from this film. So yeah, nine point five. Almost like a perfect film. That's a highly recommend right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh let me see. Nick, go. Oh, I'm glad you chose me. Um so a little precursor before my score, because you guys are gonna hate my score. Come, um, come. And the, the <laughs> uh, anyways, um, 
the way I view rating movies, right, and I, I said this before, is, you know, I, I would I rewatch it? Would I? Uh, would I recommend Same. it? And I take I took all of these into account. I feel like our scores are going to be similar, Nick. Prior to, prior to watching, you know, the movie, you know, that's what I consider. You know, would I actually sit here and watch this movie again? And the answer, unfortunately, is no. Not to take mm. away that the movie isn't good. But when it comes to the way I grade things and the way I view what's important to me when it comes to watching a movie, I don't think Parasite is something that I'm ever going to watch again. Um, and again, yeah. this is a movie that was more like you guys wanted to, to do a review on it. And I was like, and I've heard nothing but good things from Brad, um, which isn't a positive or a negative in my mind. Um, so I was like, OK, I'll take this with a grain of salt. And when I watched it, yeah, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. But would I rewatch it again? No. And so with that being said, I, I gave this the best respectable score I could give it, which is a seven and a half out of ten. Because I don't think that an average American at home watching a movie is going to want to turn on Parasite. Like this is more for someone that's a real deep movie lover, someone that really cares about how things are shot, how things are spoken, how things are represented, how things are metaphorically challenged in a movie. And I don't think that someone who just casually watches a movie is going to want to watch this again. So that's where my 7.5 comes in out of 10. Beautiful. Hey, I got a question for you. Did you watch it with Shauna? No, because oh, I, was I wasn't sure she, she thought I, about it. Yeah, I wasn't sure how it was going to be, whether it was going to be scary or not. And she's like, you know, negative on the scary stuff. So, again, I heard Parasite. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to watch this by myself. <laughs> and I don't think she would have liked it either. Um, I don't think she would have cared for it as much as I did, because uh, I did actually kind of like it. But again, like I wasn't lying when I said I fell asleep halfway through because I was like, I'm reading all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, but like, I just don't care. And. That's what that's again seven point five. I, I feel like that's a that's a high grade. I'm giving it a very high grade. Yeah, it would have made a good like two act part movie because I did the same thing. I watched half of it last night and then I finished it today. So, right. Okay, uh, Cody, go ahead. Uh, okay. Well, I agree with Nick in a lot of senses. Um, I've, I'm kind of like rethinking how I score movies lately because I've I think I've just been scoring a lot of shit like really high arbitrarily, but. It was a really good movie. It was it was a thinker, one hundred percent. You know, I could you know say it a million different ways, like you guys have said it. It shot beautifully. Uh, the scenery was great. The the writing was good. A lot of metaphors, all that all that bullshit. Would I rewatch it? No, unless somebody hadn't watched it and I wanted to show it to them. And in that sense, you know, <laughs> it's funny. got it's got some rewatchability for me. So I'm gonna. Uh, also kind of switch it up a bit and go off of the the half scale that we've been doing i'm gonna give it an 8.3 out of 10 because it was really it was a thinker like it made me like question you know society and it made me like think about how other cultures live and how people at the bottom live and how people at the top live and a lot of things were synonymous throughout the movie you know as far as the parasite theme and things like that go so i enjoyed it but yeah i'm I'm definitely not gonna fucking watch it again unless somebody hasn't watched it and i want to watch it with them so funny and this is this is kind of going off hang hang on one sec this is kind of going off of last week when thomas was like i'm gonna score the gentleman this and i need to rethink it this is like this is my new bar so like i gave the gentleman a 9.5 like i'd watch that movie right now and i'd probably watch it again tomorrow morning like it was that fucking good parasite was really good 
but I'm not going to watch it until maybe I'm like 50. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, right. yeah. anyways, so, so go ahead, Tom. Uh, piggybacking off you, Cody, you said you would only ever watch it again if you were showing someone, and that's exactly how Brad saw the movie. As I watched it, really enjoyed it, and then told me he should he should really watch it because I knew he'd like it, which he did. And, uh, yeah, I showed it to him the next day, and that's how I watched it the second time. Will mm-hmm. I watch it again? No. Um the number one thing that I really liked about this movie is the uncomfortable scene when they are hiding in the house and the family is back. I love scenes like that that make you go like, oh my god, like it gives me anxiety. Just for a little bit, not like an entire fucking shit movie like Uncut Gems. Anywho, when the kid wakes that, up, he's laying yes. on the ground. <laughs> yes. Anywho, that being said, um, I give it a seven just because I do always go off of like I'm trying to be not highly i'm not i'm trying to be harder on my grading and not just rate everything high i give it a seven which means it's good movie but i'm it doesn't have high rewatchability for me and that's a really big thing for me in a movie if i like it like i want to be able to watch the movie again not like a movie where you watch it one and done kind of thing um Mm. really really good plot and everything not not a crazy movie just a very like slow paced movie that's good and so for that it gets a seven out of ten which is Still a passing grade. Very fair. So, yeah. This is cool. Very it fair. Yeah. I just I don't get where like so say a movie's a ten out of ten with Parasite like where do you take away three points from it? Uh, take score. away three points. One, it's not uh, U.S. made, so as in I'm not going to be able to watch it without actually sitting and hardcore reading it. Okay, so um, stupid. That's one point. I don't think stupidity has to do with reading the bottom of the screen while watching a movie. I just don't I just think don't that's so enjoyable. That's a point. So any foreign film is a negative point right away. Absolutely. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I, like, so again, unless I speak talking. South Korean, like, I'm not going to enjoy it as much <laughs> as I would if this wasn't American. Like, unless this so was triggered. Like, so, so every film right away is a negative one point if it's foreign. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So where, where does it lose the next actually. two points? In the sense that it's I not think about well, you're asking a lot the wrong of person. Films Nick, aren't, like, Nick only deducted two and a half points. Tom deducted three points. I just don't get where you take Thank away three you. points from this film. Hey, where uh, like look, we, fucking? Did you, we listen, did you listen to my review? Did you listen? No, to he my just spent review? five yeah, minutes explaining make himself. Make fucking yeah. sense, dude. Like Zombie Land <laughs> Double Tap is Jesus. not a better He's movie. So than fucking this. triggered right now, dude. This is the best part. Understand? Look, this is the best. This is the best part of the podcast. I think. I'm asking you. You clearly tell me don't understand you... the physics of this disc. Yeah. Seriously, where do you take away three points from this movie? <laughs> well, if you refer back to my B-Rad formula from earlier in the podcast, you start out at ten points. <laughs> you start out with four shots of tequila, and then you take just, five, and I you chill get, the fuck so out. It loses one point because it's foreign Brad, film. That's crap. Cool. Where does listen, it lose the other two Time points? Out. No, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is, it makes me... <laughs> Fucking furious, especially because I'm like, glad. dude, my brother liked this movie. He liked it so much he fucking brought it over to my house and he's all, "Let's watch it." And he watched it with me again, and he's like, "Yeah, it's a seven out of 10 I watched it. Twice. I love it. I love it. I fucking. So wait, are you so more much. upset? Are you more upset at Tom or me? Because Tom gave it a seven. I. Can't. <laughs> I give it a seven. And a half. Yeah, I'm just like fucking lighting Nick dude. up right now, dude. I think it was Nick, dude. Both your arguments Brad, are like so stupid. Let me explain. You won't even let me explain. You just talk. okay. Explain. 
Okay. I'm tired of that. I'm not going to rewatch See? it, so it loses go. two points. That's so fucking stupid. That's no, it's like, not. Yes, it I agree. is. I agree with that. I agree with that a little that's bit. That's the and, most well, like... But, no, but, that's the most hang like... Hang time out. We're, we're all different people, so that doesn't play into my rating as much as it plays into Nick and Tom's ratings. That's fine. I'm yeah, okay and let me that. explain why, Tom. Or excuse me, Brad. The the reason why rewatchability to me is so. If you go on so, a if okay. you go on a good roller coaster, <laughs> you can and do it. it scares the it. shit it, out of you. Let him finish. I've wait. been on roller coasters before where I'm never gonna go on them again because they're fucking terrifying. But they're still the best roller coasters I've been on, and that's how I would like say with film. Like, there's movies that are amazing. I don't want to rewatch them because either you know it's like Twelve Years a Slave or some shit where it makes me uncomfortable. Or it's like, you know, Schindler's List. It's like emotional terrorism. But that doesn't take away from it's still a fucking really good movie. Real quick, well, simple, simple formula. Brad Hurtan does not equal Nick Mash. Mm, right. That's all you have to say I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm being an like, asshole. I, and I, I get I'm just it. Saying, I'm just saying I appreciate your view. Like, I, I appreciate that you gave it. Like, I understand your rating. And I, I feel like, again, our listeners, right, we have four different people on here for a reason because we all interpret things differently. And I think right. you interpret movies and you love, you have this deep satisfaction with movies and how they're shot and, you know, little intricate parts and how a movie is, is well written or well presented or uh, well acted out. And that's how you base your grade on. But that's not how I base mine on. I think it's important to me when it comes to a movie, in my opinion, rewatchability is very high up on the list. And the reason for that is because I love cinema. I love to watch a movie that's really good, which is why I just finished watching eight movies of Harry Potter over again for the 10th time. Because as much as those movies aren't the greatest, I fucking love them. I'd give them all nine because they're all fucking good. In my opinion, they're all good movies. But Other yeah, but Chambers but you look at so so either way, my my point what? is rewatchability <laughs> to me is is highly valued when it comes to giving a score because in my opinion, the only movies that I watch are movies that are rewatchable. You know, like I, for instance, Land of the Lost that probably got a fucking twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I've watched Land of the Lost like ten times. <laughs> I'd give that shit a fucking nine out of ten because I enjoy it. Because that's what I'm into, and that's what's important for you know each person that listens to our podcast. They each hopefully connect with how each other represent and understand film, and how we understand how we uh, uh, watch and listen and 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 um, retain and understand things. And each one of them grasps onto our scale, and 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 will listen and watch a movie based on that. So it's important, I think, that we all do have different scores. And it's it's clear to me that when we all have a great score, we all view this as a movie that is like astounding, like someone should watch this. So in this opinion, based on what I've heard, you know, Tom gave it an 8.3, Cody gave an 8.3, Tom 7, me 7.5, you 9.5. This is like an 8. Should someone watch this and enjoy it? Sure. Will they ever rewatch it again? In my opinion, they won't. And that's okay. And right. and and I guess that's where I'm at. Is you know we that's the way I view movies, and I really appreciate everyone's feedback on how they how they represent and feel about a movie because it's it's cool to hear how you interpret things differently among each one of us. Right, and like I'm like fine with like the rewatchability like grade on it, you know. And I don't I don't know. There's just like something like infuriates me that. Like a movie like, you know, Zombieland Double Tap, which is a fucking fun movie. Like, I'll watch that any day of the week. But, like, you grade that higher than, like, Parasite, which is, like, groundbreaking in its own way. 
and does shit, I would way rather get a hundred fucking parasites than one zombie land double tap, which is just a cookie cutter nope. sequel I movie. No. Right. I I'd rather get the new stuff that does something different. Right. And so, Brad, to, to, to exactly what I just kind of filibustered, which was, I, I appreciate I think, Brad, I think Brad just left the room. <laughs> yeah. No, like, I'm I, still I, here. I, I appreciate <laughs> okay. that you like that. Like, I see your value in that. But that doesn't mean that I have the same value as you do in certain things, which is why I gave it the grade I gave it. I will never, I will literally never And talk it's only a mention- difference. My score between Cody's is only a difference of 1.3, if you think about it. It's diversity like, is key, man. Like, I will literally not mention Parasite as the movie to anyone I know. I will never say, hey, you should go watch Parasite because that's not what I'm in. Because it's not what I'm into. It's not what I like. That's not what I enjoy. I don't enjoy reading subtitles for an hour and a half, for two hours and 12 minutes, to be exact. So you're simply assuming no one else enjoys, like, a good movie. Brad, a lot of people don't. The reasons reasons that you gave Parasite a a 9.5 is the only reason that Nick scored it a 7.5. If it wasn't as quality of a movie as it was, Nick probably would have given it like a 4. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I like I I feel you, Brad. That's what I'm saying is you should you should just take a step back and think about how we all interpret things and how we all understand things and we all view them differently. And that's Wait, totally think, it's okay. I think I have the solution. Nick, give it a C. I was going to say, if we just go to the letter rating scale, it's probably fixed. Brad, what's your thoughts on that? Should we just change the letters? Would that make you better? I would fucking stab you. What is 75%? ending of the movie, seriously. What do you think about that? Parasite's a C. You're so fucking stupid. Mr. H, Mr. I'm glad we did 1 through 10. I fucking You gave me an 85. It's not a fucking C movie. Even if you don't want to rewatch it, it's still a B plus movie. After thinking about it, I'd probably get like a 6.5 actually after thinking about it. Okay, you're full of shit. I'll cut this out. <laughs> it's a gr- it's a great movie, but I'm not going to think about it much after like the next two weeks. I ever. will never recommend it to anyone that I've ever talked to ever. 100%. I never would recommend this to someone. Are you ask you asked me ever. why, Brad? Because it's not something it's not something that I think about. I don't think like holy shit, Parasite was so groundbreaking and revolutionary that everyone in the world needs to hear about. If it. you had like anyone that you were friends with that like appreciated like cool film, and you recommended this to them and they hadn't heard about it, they would like be stoked. Brad, maybe maybe you just don't know Nick as well as I do, but Nick's not the kind of guy that's going to go to someone and be like, "Man, you should watch this beautifully shot foreign film about class struggle. Right. You're really going to enjoy it." Right? That's just yeah. not. Thanks, that's just Kevin. not. He's gonna he's yeah. gonna be like, "Dude, Zombieland Two was fucking gory, <laughs> and Woody Harrelson's fucking hilarious." <laughs> you know, what I mean? I'm more into witty, classy, which is why I like this movie because there was moments of wit and class and and brilliance, but that's it doesn't mean Dracula. that it's. Oh, no. another, just, I kind of thought the sister was a little hot. <laughs> she no. had like a yeah. She had her moments. She mm-hmm. played yeah, the, I the mom Brad, hot. That's the why I thought probably, at the end that the, them killing except her except for when she was eating the dog was cool. Food. That she was. Brad like, probably probably gave her a nine nine point nine out of ten. So nine he's probably going to recommend her to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Madam was the madam oh, no. was the hottest chick. I'm glad movie. fucking Cody exists on this podcast because. Because he gave it an 8.3, which is so much better than a 7.5. And I, I love both of you. Uh, you know, Nick, you're super funny and bring a lot. And Thomas, you're my brother. But sometimes you guys infuriate me. 
with the way you fucking rate movies, but it's fine. And that means I'm doing my job. Yeah. I sometimes I feel like you have like a crystal ball and it's just showing like what grade to give the movie to make me mad. What's what's funny, Brad, is if you take away my grade, you you enjoyed a lot of my likes and a lot of my dislikes that I mentioned. You 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 had a lot to comment about it. And then when you finally get to my grade, you disapprove of that, but you approved of the way I liked and, and the way I viewed the movie. Yeah, so it's funny it wasn't how a C. The way you talked about the movie wasn't a C. The way you put <laughs> the way you talked about a movie was like a B plus movie. You had way more likes and dislikes. I'm Brad, it's, I'm gonna give it an X one one. Okay. What'd you What'd you get on the test? I got like a seventy eight percent, but she gave me an A. What the fuck? I got a ninety four percent. Oh, sorry, no, I messed that up. It gets a V. It gets a V I I. Brad, is that Wait, better? Say V-I-I? it. Nick, but Mr. Hurtan. But Mr. Hurtan, I don't get it. You're just a C student. I'm sorry. Yeah. Again, like I think movies of rewatchability <laughs> is again very important to me. Like again, I, I I've said it a million times. Avatar right. to me is a ten out of ten. Anything oh my god, Avatar? get the fuck out of here. <laughs> How is Avatar 10 out of 10? It's Pocahontas with blue people. That movie's like a 7.5, if anything. Okay. That movie oh, I'm triggered fucking... now. I'm triggered, Brad. I was at a, I was at a 7.5 out of 10. Dude, round. you literally are infuriating us. <laughs> Point. I'm just, not good I'm, just glad, I'm just glad that we can all sit here and respect each other's opinion, Brad. Yeah. I, I respect all your guys' opinion. I'm sorry. You guys fucking, like, caught me. Come on. I worked fucking 12 hours last night. I had inventory. I'm sorry, everyone. You caught Brad, me on a bad move. You caught me I during really, my, gener- uh, my vinegar strokes, and you I'm haven't sorry. said Wait, a word about that. Let's, <laughs> let's get to the bottom of this. It's 2020. Why is inventory still a thing? How come when you scan things out, it doesn't just automatically subtract from inventory? So... We have inventory uh, twice a year, and so they send like a team of people come in and they count the whole sales floor, but we're in charge of counting all the back stock stuff on the sky shelves, you know, all the product like in weird spaces, just because um, if they had someone come in and like count all that, it would get all fucking messed up, and so I think that's why, you know, they have it, have us do it, and so this was like my fucking 23rd inventory. And yeah. it never gets funner. It's just more fucking fun. a lot of fun. Wait, what? It never gets funner. It never gets more, more, fun. more fun. Yeah. Never gets more fun. Uh, if everyone listening currently, if this actually makes the podcast, we've been consistently working on Brad's grammar to make him um, uh, elite uh, in, in grammar. Uh, and there's just things that I got... When again, my brother used to fucking pound into me whenever I said something that was just incorrectly. My uh, grandpa and my spoken. grandma for me. So like, I just feel like it's it's my duty anytime someone sends me something that's incorrect to to correct them in terms of grammar so that next time they don't they don't do that. That's what got the that's how the Unabomber got caught, right? It's called being a pedantic, and it's because the the phrase is have uh, have your cake and eat it too, but it's eat your cake and have it too is the actual way that it's said. And his brother knew that. So in his memoir that he wrote in his big long, uh, his doctoral basically speech, his brother read that and he's like, wait, that's something that my brother says all the time. And he, like, he used to correct people and that's how he got caught. Fun fact. Cody Stauffer, big fan of the year in the bomber. 
I am, yeah. dude. Watch, watch the. Speaking of uh, the Avatar, yeah, Sam Worthington, who's the main character in Avatar, he he's in the show on Netflix called Manhunt: The Unabomber. Is that good? Amazing. Oh, fucking Joanne and I binge oh, watched it. Uh, Nick. I haven't binge watched anything yeah. like that since. You said before. Dracula was good. Is it a TV yes. show, Cody? The first, yeah. the first, yeah, it's a series. Uh, really good. The You'll first two How episodes. First two episodes are very good. The third episode, I was like, meh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't finish the third episode, man. You yeah. like, made it sound like the whole it. season was good. I was like, come on, Well, man. I watched the first episode and had a fucking massive boner after it because the first same, episode same was the second. great. Yeah, and the second episode was great. And then the third, I'm like, where are they going with this? And even my brother <laughs> was like, he watched the first episode and was like, wow, this was really... He texted me and was like, and my brother's like the biggest narcissist on the planet. Dude, so the he texted me more than you. Episode is insane yes. when they're at the convent oh yes. my god yes i know and that, uh, trust me i my uh, i could barely contain myself <laughs> literally comes everywhere but yeah. um yeah i was like i texted cody right after and was like holy shit cody and thomas was like you guys need to watch the show but once i got to the third episode i was like what why are we why are we in the future what what is happening what no they should have just kept it the way it was and kept it in old times that's where Dracula lives his life, and that's where he's best in, and they just fucking ruined it by going. Okay, I can do that. Claus, by the way, was hella good. It was. Better so than I expected. Good. Claus was... Uh, next year... Oh, did you watch it, Nick? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, Sean and I turned it on because yeah. it was on Netflix, and we were, and I, we watched it, and we are like... You know, we said, this is what I told her, is, you know a movie's really good when it kind of just draws you in, right? When you, like, you're on your phone and you're like, oh, i got to stop doing what I'm on my phone so I can watch the show. Yeah, like, that's what like caused, the opposite effect. To where that's like, exactly what I, sh- like, explained to Sean. I was like, that's how that movie felt. Like, it drew me in. Like, the it, entire time, I was like, yes. The best part is every time he's walking by, they're, like, building the snowman. And the girl just keeps stabbing the carrot. Yes. The Did I tell you to watch that movie, Nick, or no? No, I, Shauna and I, again, just kind of found it, like, the day it came out on Netflix, and we are like, oh, we want to watch that, and then, like, two days later, we watched it. You told me to, Tom. Yes. Next year, um, around, like, like right after Thanksgiving, we should do an episode on Claws. Cause I'd be down. that's, like, a movie that shouldn't get lost, you know, in the drift. I don't think it it's, will. I, that movie's yeah, the I think best it's going to get so better and better as the years yes, go on. Yes, fa- it's, it's so fucking good and such a happy, feel-good movie. Yeah. I'll have to wait till Christmas to watch it. It's on Netflix right now. I watched it the other day, dude. I watched it like a week ago. Not even kidding. Yeah, but it's not Christmas. Yeah, but neither is... I mean, Home Alone's Christmas, but you can watch it anytime. Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. (laughs) Uh, Christmas. Cool. Well, um, great. So I guess uh, tune in tomorrow for... All right, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Movie Stalkers. Um, You can catch us tomorrow. Until then, I am Brad, Thomas, Cody, Nick. We're Movie Stalkers. You can catch us later. Peace. Movie Stalkers. Later, nerds.